Hit it too early. <laughs> Welcome to a terrible football show. I'm Alex Light with Sparky3. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day today. We're coming back after our bye week, and I got all the boys here with me. Uh, boys, how we doing? How we feeling after our bye week? We feeling good? We feeling good? We ready to get into it? Yeah, a lot of shit's covered that uh, we missed over the last week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, we really do have a lot of stuff to uh, talk about here today. Jacob, Ricky, how you boys doing? Almost died. That's true. He did. Shout out to Jacob not Damn. dying. Thank God. I'm glad I'm glad you're back, Jacob. But let me, let me start off the show today by, by giving you my love for Ohio State, everybody. I just, I just want to let y'all know my love for Ohio State. Yeah, he's a huge and Ohio you. State and fan. This is, and this is on the record. So yesterday I was rooting for Iran to beat England just because Iran was the uh, complete huge underdog. And England is just the superb freaking, you know, deal when it comes to soccer and everything like that this is how much i love ohio state there are only two teams i would ever root for that i would ever root for iran to win that's against england and if they ever played ohio state that's my love for ohio state i would root <laughs> for a bunch of commies over ohio state because if you really think about it commies in ohio state have something in common they want to be the best and they want to take over the world end of story people end of story that is my love for ohio state that's one way to start the show, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Ricky actually doesn't have a lot of time on today's show. He's going to be dipping out here in about uh, probably about 15 minutes. So, you know, once we're going to kind of get the show going right here before the college football playoff live reactions, we're going to give a chance, you know, give Ricky a chance to talk about really anything that he wants to chat about here today, any takes on anything at all uh, that happened over this past weekend, anything that he wants to throw out there for his own personal thoughts. Uh, but all, but you know, if you could join the Discord, we definitely appreciate that. You can come chat with us, join the, join the show, uh, check out our Agent Ink shop to buy the jerseys. Yeah, we're you know, three of us are wearing our jerseys. Let's go. I'm going to a Thanksgiving banquet. I'm sorry, people. Yeah, he's literally leaving in like 15 minutes. It's he gets under past. his polo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just that that's the cannon that's under his polo. But these things are clean, so I, I, we highly recommend picking up a jersey and join the team. Uh, we also have the other jerseys in the shop for Sparky, three games, deck, and Man Plus as well. We also have a couple hats. I need to grab the hats. Haven't got around to doing that. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely show us some support there. Pick up the jerseys. The link down in the description below. Check out the website and all that stuff. Uh, I can go ahead and start turning down the music here. So we got about 15 minutes uh, until the college football playoffs uh, ranking show starts. Uh, which, honestly, if we would have done the show last week, uh, we wouldn't even got to watch it. We were going to throw out our predictions, and that was going to be it because it was going to be at, like, what, 9 o'clock Eastern time last week? Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't even until, like, 9.15 Eastern. They yeah. Went so, way over because the basketball no, games. Yeah, no chance we would have got it. But, yeah, we'll get it. We'll get, it starts at 7 Eastern time, so 6 our time. So I've got it pulled up already, ready to go. So we'll live react to that. And also with college football coming to a close, we're going to be chatting about like our top five uh, Heisman favorites right now. Uh, a very unfortunate injury this past weekend that you know, obviously completely destroyed Heisman chances there. He's obviously no longer going to be in the running. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a very unfortunate injury for, uh, Hen, you know, for Hendon over there with Tennessee. So that, that, that sucks. Um, you know, T's and P's on that front. But you know, we will be uh, doing our top five Heisman favorites as of right now. You know, because we don't, and we're going to do a lot of college football here today since college football, the regular season, is about to wrap up. You know, we still got weeks to go on NFL, so we got plenty of time to really dive into pro, you know, in future episodes. But I feel like this episode is going to be a lot of college football talk, you know, between the rankings, Heisman favorites, 
And then also, you know, our, you know, Jacob had something he wanted to throw in here talking about teams that are still alive in the college football playoffs. So a lot to dive into today, especially since, like Shane said, we were on our bye week last week, you know, back in action today. But uh, with all that said, you know, Ricky, did you have some, uh, some topics lined up that you wanted to get off your chest before you have to bounce out of here in about 15 minutes? Well, first of all, how about them Cowboys? My gosh, what a oh, game they played uh, last yeah, week. That was, that, was, that was honest to talk about. That is, that's what I've been waiting on. Now, if we can just wait for that moment when Dak is finally going to take this team, whenever the running game isn't going well, when everything else isn't going well, I'm waiting for that moment we can finally say Dak's going to take over. But we'll wait on that for another time. But they that was a damn near perfect game they played the other day. I, I did not see – Many flaws when you give up three points against a Minnesota Viking team who was eight and one at that point, a team that, you know, I'm just going to be honest. Last week, had we done the show, that was a team I was going to bring up as possible Super Bowl, a Super Bowl contender. They still could, in in retro speaking, but the fact that I was so high on them last week and the Cowboys kicked their ass, I think that was that was just beautiful. Uh, my Hogs did get a win, even though I did pick them to lose. That was a beautiful game, even though we gave up 400 <laughs> rushing yards on the freaking ground. I mean, like we're like some freaking run it. Let's just run it all over us. I don't understand that. I just don't. But it's okay. No, we still I will say we we gave up probably about two hundred and eighty of that in the fourth quarter. So I will agree. I will. I will. Yes, I do. Yes, we did. We really did. Still a lot of concerning though. But the one thing that does make this this, this future bright for Arkansas is that they are still very very young and that they are still developing those that younger talent. So I will I will give them that much. And then um, I'll, I'll say one more thing, and I'll, I'll watch my language. Oh, nope, the kid's gone. Okay, I was about to say, I was going to watch my language, you know, on this <laughs> one, but I, now that the kid is gone, I don't have to watch my language on this one. I really hope that I'm wrong about this, but Lane Kiffin is a sorry lying sack of shit. How in the hell? <laughs> so, first of all, everybody knows you're going to Auburn, man. Everybody knows he's going to Auburn. Like even like even Auburn knows he's coming, but everybody's got to deny this report just so that way he can get with it, get away with this past week. And I guarantee you, he had his decision made during the Arkansas game when Arkansas was up forty-two to six. I would have made that decision before then because it's like, man, we're down forty-two to six. Arkansas's not even that good. We're down forty-two to six, and you have the galls to lie to a reporter. Everybody knows you're going to Auburn, man. They all know it. We've seen this before. We saw this with USC. We saw it with Tennessee. We saw this with the Oakland Raiders. We've seen this everywhere. And I actually rooted for this guy. I rooted for this guy because here's the thing. I don't know if any of y'all have been around Ole Miss or or anywhere around the facility down there in Oxford, I but have. there's literally a shit. It's literally a shithole that surrounds Oxford, y'all. <laughs> there's nothing around it. It's like you you you're better off going to Kansas, people, than Listen, going down hey, to Oxford. I'm just being I'm hey, just being honest. I actually with you. want to double up on that because I I consider myself a former resident of Mississippi thanks to my last job where I literally lived there Sunday to Friday for 30 weeks straight. Uh, and in multiple cities across Mississippi, which included Oxford, that campus sucks nut, and so does Starkville. I've said it before on this show before. Star- you know, Mississippi State, Starkville is a complete shithole. Granted, the whole state is. I'm sorry if anyone's from Mississippi watching right now, but I'm just being very real with you. The only nice thing about Mississippi was Madison. That's the one blip on the map. But yeah, I mean, I, I doubled down with you on that. And actually, with the Lane Kiffin thing, uh, you know, it's funny. Whenever I saw the tweet about that, you know, from one of the uh, people who reported it. Uh, one of the comments on there, I, I'm assuming it's true. I checked out his profile. Looks legit. Seems legit. Um, but one one person that commented uh, was actually a realtor that personally showed Lane Kiffin houses in the Auburn area. 
So it, here, here's the thing: <laughs> if he does leave, if he does leave Ole Miss for Auburn, I have zero problem with that. I want I want to go on the record. And I want to say that, but don't come out flat out and lie about it. If you're gonna if you're going to Auburn, go to Auburn. I don't blame you. Your recruiting is going to be a lot better down there. And hell, it actually gives me a chance to root for Auburn when they play Alabama. It really does. Just for the simple fact is, is that you know, even though Alabama is one of my favorite teams in college football, I actually get a chance to root for. I'd, I'd actually root for Lane Kiffin down at Auburn because I think he would do a terrific job down there. But stop lying, man. I mean, you're better than that. You literally came around and revised yourself under Nick Saban, and everybody, including myself, thought, man, this guy might have actually changed a little bit. This damn, this mother, this dumbass hadn't changed one bit. He's the same <laughs> dumbass he was 15. 20 years ago he's going to be the same dumbass 15 20 years from now and that's just you know it's lane kiffin and that's all there is and then i will go real quick and then we could dive into whatever topics y'all want to for the next 10 minutes whatever y'all want to do it so um arkansas i'm, I'm sorry arkansas fans we're gonna lose this week um we have never beaten missouri back-to-back -back years in this stupid battle line rivalry whatever the hell you want to call it and that dates Makes back to even before this stupid rivalry began this this rivalry. Yeah, I agree. This is not a I agree. That people. is not a it's rivalry. Just another stupid game that the SEC wants to be like. Here, here's a here's rivalry, a rivalry guys. No, here's a nice little trophy. You, SEC, LSU is our rival. True. Now, true. I'm so not even I'll, Arkansas I'll, fan, I'll and I'll agree that. to that. And 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 I'll go ahead and say this much, and this can kind of lead in because I don't know if we're going to start with the top four or not. But here is the lead in. A couple of weeks ago, Jacob mentioned something. And now we can for sure definitely mention this. It is If this game between Ohio State and Michigan stays close, which I think it will be, Ohio State's going to win. It's it's going to happen. I'm rooting for Michigan, but I don't think Michigan has a good pass, passing game to save their lives. They're not going to be able to run the football all over the place uh, like they did last year. And so now, um, with that being said, if this game does stay close, now we can really have a serious discussion of two Big Ten teams in the playoff this year. And I think there's a very good chance, especially if TCU loses. Now, if TCU goes undefeated, they may take a conference champion. I wouldn't take a Pac-12 conference champion and put them over a one-loss Big Ten team. They may even look down to Clemson, which I hope South Carolina beats the crap out of them, but it's, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, we're going to talk about I, that I here in a bit. I, and, 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 I, and I mean, and I know that, I know that the committee is really high on LSU, but I'm still not buying that a two-loss team should be in the 14 playoff. Unless you have multiple two-loss teams, we should not have LSU in a 14 playoff. But I think one thing that we could definitely say from this college football season, more than any college football season I think I've seen in a very long time, is that we can honestly say if you go the top 10, top 15 teams, it's anybody's ball game. This college football season has been so far spread out this year, it's not even funny. We have two lost teams who are beating the brakes off of undefeated teams. We have one lost teams who are just as good as some of these undefeated teams that are at the top. The only difference is, is that, you know, they've lost and these undefeated teams haven't. So if there's any argument that we need to expand the playoffs, which it's already been approved. Right. Now is the time to do it because this is the first time that I can honestly say if you had one through eight, one through 12, whatever you want to call it, it's anybody's football game. This is a great year for college football. 100% agree. Uh, I actually got a couple questions here um, from Chad in the chat. So the first thing that he asked earlier um, is where do we think Tennessee is going to fall, top eight or top 15 uh, was the first one. And then he also said with the 93rd worst schedule, no, he says no, Michigan will not be in if they lose, which that that is a fair so point. I 
that is a fair point. But the one thing you have to, one thing you have to tell yourself is when you even your wins and your losses, do you have enough quality wins to back your one loss? I don't think they necessarily do, but you also have to ask yourself, would you take a one-loss Michigan team with a close loss to Ohio State, who I have said the entire year, as much as I hate them commie motherfuckers, that Ohio State has been the best team the entire season. They've, I've said it from day one. Ohio State has been the best team all year long. I've picked them to win the national championship. I picked them in week one. I'm picking them now. But you have, so you have to also, you have to ask yourself, what else can happen? Wh why would you take Clemson over Michigan? Why would you take LSU, a two-loss team over Michigan? Why would you take, if TCU were to lose, if TCU were to somehow lose, would you take a one-loss Big 12 champion over a one-loss runner-up in the Big 10? So that's where you really have, that's where you really have to balance out everything. If, it, if the game's a blowout, I agree. Michigan's not even going to see the light of day when it comes to the top four. But those, those are, that's, that's the thing with college football. You, with this committee, you just never know. Good points. Good points. What, what's yeah. your take? What's on? What's I, you guys' I, take on Tennessee as well? I think with Tennessee, I think they dropped top fifteen because I think I from agree. This point I of, agree to that. I, and I because for two reasons. For one, the 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 amount of the loss to South Carolina, right? Mm -hmm. You you can't lose sixty three to what thirty eight. Yeah, I think that's expect it. A, around expect there. a top eight finish. Yeah, and plus I think they're going to take into consideration that moving forward that they're going to be playing without Hendon Hooker and that, yeah. and that significantly makes their, their team worse. Um, and I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they're in the 15 to 17 range. I don't think they're going to go that far, but I mean, I think they're going to go far enough where they're done. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see them going outside of the top 15. 12. 12 is a good number. I, I could I could 12, agree to 12. 12. 12 is a good number. Yeah, I could agree to 12 completely. No, and, you know, once again, I still just want to hammer the fact, you know, with the stuff that happened with Hendon Hooker, that is just, ah, that's devastating. You know, that that really is. Like, you know, not not only for, obviously, Tennessee, but just for him. You know, because like, he is, a, I'm pretty sure he is a senior, right? Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, like, th I mean, that th that right there cost him a lot of money, unfortunately. You know, you know, he'll definitely still go, you know, I feel like pretty high in the draft, but that cost him a lot of money, which is uh, hey, very not, unfortunate. There's always openings in the XFL. Hey, let's go Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> let's go Guardians, man. Um, and as far as my opinion on the whole Michigan thing, if Michigan loses, I, I, I'm sorry, but I think you still have to take a one-loss Big 12 over a one-loss runner-up. And the only reason is because we've found out that, in my opinion personally, that the Big 12 – is a lot deeper than what we initially thought it was with the with the upcoming of Kansas and Oklahoma State. Yes, Oklahoma's down this year, but then you got Tennessee, Texas, Texas Tech. Like that team, that that conference was a lot tougher than what we thought coming into this year. And to me, the Big Ten is still the Big Ten. Yes, you have Illinois and Minnesota that were that were decent this year, um, but at the end of the day, I'd still think the Big Twelve was kind of a tougher conference than what the Big Ten is. Because in my opinion, it's still Ohio State and Michigan than everybody else. So that also brings up a question then. You know, if they you do go the route where you knock out Michigan, let's say they run come up at five, who's coming in at four? You know, because you would assume Georgia and Ohio State at one and two. You would assume TCU at three. Who would be that fourth? Would you automatically – would it be USC? 
So picking yep. USC over Michigan, essentially. No, because they're losing this week to Notre Dame. Oh, <laughs> and I look even better for Ohio State, so that's fine by me. But I don't, I don't think they're going to lose to Notre Dame. It'll be USC sitting at that number four spot. I don't know. Notre Dame's played some great football, gentlemen. I don't they, know. Oh, they have turned it around. Ricky does bring up a great point on that one. They, they, they've turned it around completely. Man, but this I mean, also brings up the argument: if LSU wins the SEC championship game, do you take a two-loss SEC champion over a one-loss Pac-12 champ? Mm. No, I, I think you do. No, I would. No, uh, no, if, absolutely if, not. If, if USC, if USC loses, if USC wins the the, the champion, the Pac-12 championship, are you gonna? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess I would still take USC because, in my personal opinion, LSU is not as good as they are presenting. I think right now the the thing that's winning LSU games is people not really realizing how good Jaden Daniels is on the ground. Um I've seen some major issues him throwing the ball. Um but when he's when he's getting out of the pocket and running uh for 20 yard gains at a time, it's it's causing defenses some major major struggles and I think that's what's really helping this LSU offense. I think their defense is great. I think LSU's defense is a top 15 defense. But I think when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, if they go up against a defense like Georgia, like we're going to see in the SEC championship, I think they're going to be exposed because you've got some speed on that Georgia defense that's going to be able to keep up with Jaden Daniels and um, and really, really punish that offensive line. Let me throw a curveball here with, with that, with that uh, question that I asked. Uh, what if LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship by 14-plus points? So if they beat Georgia by fourteen plus, yep. I feel like you're, you're making. I feel like you're making an win. early prediction. Right I mean, now. If, if it's a if it's a convincing win like that by 13, 14, 17 points, then I mean, I still think you got to put Georgia in there no matter what. I don't think you put them in at number one. Oh no, yeah, Georgia, Georgia is but, locked at this. But point I think at that point, I mean, it's definitely some strong consideration in putting them over USC, especially if USC squeaks by Notre Dame um you know but if then again on the flip side what if you know LSU beats Georgia by 14 but then USC beats Notre Dame by 21 you know so it's I, like okay well so here, here's the thing let's assume USC is going to beat Notre Dame this weekend let's just assume that's going to happen so my whole take on this now personally would I put LSU in there a- absolutely because I hate USC as much as I do Ohio State <laughs> I just hate Ohio State a little bit more. Anyways, no, I just take that back. I take that back. No, I hate USC a little bit more. I rooted for Ohio State to actually beat USC. It's the only time I ever rooted for Ohio State. All right, so anyways, so here is my entire take on this playoff committee because the one thing that has has bugged me from this committee that you've seen and that we have not seen as much in the past committees, they're taking everything that's happening right now. When this entire agenda is supposed to be to look at the overall season that these teams have had. So first of all, we have to take into the account that whenever you look at these teams, you have to look at their losses to begin with. As not only do you have to, well, I say that you have their quality wins and everything like that, but you also have to look at their losses. So let's take for example, Tennessee was on top of the world whenever whenever they beat LSU. Yep. So I'll give Tennessee all kinds of credit on that one. 
we cannot forget that Florida State beat LSU, and I understand that it was week one. But if we're going to take the overall picture and if we're going to stick with the same formula that we have stuck with throughout this entire college football playoff, we've never seen a two-loss team get in. Why would you want – and I understand that conference championships mean a whole lot. I understand that your quality wins mean a whole lot. But the losses have to mean something. And this is what sucks about football is that football, especially in the college realm and somewhat in the high school realm, not as much of the high school realm as it is at college, but you have to almost be near perfection whenever it comes to a college football team to be even considered one of the top tiers when it comes to college football. So in my, in my opinion, would I put LSU – Above USC, yes, because personally I hate USC and I don't think they're that good and I think LSU is better than USC at this point. But if we're going to go by one formula, the same formula, we have to look at everybody's schedule. We have to look at Florida State's schedule. We have to look at the fact that, yes, Florida State has, has turned it around completely from last year, but who else have they lost to this year? We can't forget Florida State's losses. They lost to Clips, and I can't remember who the other ones they lost off the top of my head. And C State was- and Wake Forest. Okay, and so let's so and then we look at NC State and Wake Forest. We look at the inconsistencies that we've seen from in, uh, NC State and Wake Forest, and we look at the we look at the inconsistencies that Florida State's had. So right off the bat, as good as Florida State has been this year, they're not at they're not in a top tier level yet compared to what some of these other teams are. So we had so, and I like I said I understand this at the beginning of the season. And I understand that you, everybody wants to go the feeling of now, now, now. We are supposed to look at everybody's schedule from top to bottom, from week one to week 13, because there's a buy in between. And we have to look at that and say, are these the best four teams? Were these the best four teams? They may not necessarily have been the best four team from week one till now. But now, if we're looking at their overall, are these the best four teams? That's what we have to ask ourselves. And if we go by recent history, if we go by the formula that these committees have had, and I'll give you the one example, the one example, Alabama, Alabama was a runner. They didn't even go to the SEC championship game and they took Alabama over a two loss, big 10 Ohio state champion. And what did everybody do? Everybody said, well, Ohio state should have been in They're They're conference champions. So if we're going to go by this formula, we have to stick with this formula. I don't care if they're a conference champion or not. LSU should not be getting in with two losses unless by some miracle we have these undefeated teams that that get two losses within the next couple of weeks, which is not going to happen. But I'm just saying in general, if we get all these undefeated teams with two losses in the next couple of weeks, LSU does not need to be in the playoff. Mm-hmm. But I think I think with the with the differences right now in Ohio State and the Alabama game, uh when Ohio, that like that debate, um, sorry, I'm kind of getting befuddled here because I was listening to the playoff thing. But anyways, um, I think a big thing with that though is I'm pretty sure that's the year that they only lost that Alabama only lost to Texas A&M, and it was like by like a last second touchdown. But we clearly right, and knew. And, and, and Ohio State had two lot, but Ohio State had two losses to two correct. teams that should not have but lost I think, to. But I think what comes down to it though is I think what the whole reason why we have human voting on this is because a big part of it is an eye test. And I think from just the eye test alone, they saw that, okay, even though Alabama has this one loss that prevented them from going to the SEC championship, that we can still clearly see and debate that 
Alabama was the is the better team than Ohio State at that time. So that's why they pushed them in. And I think that's right. what can, and can I, and I, and I And I agree with that. But now we're going to take it. We're going to flip-flop that. that that's, just, that's just what I'm saying, though. I, I, I don't think a two-loss team should be in it unless there are multiple two-loss teams being considered for the top four. That, that's, I, that's, just what I'm, that's just all I'm saying about it. That's That's just my opinion on it. The show has started, uh, the college football playoff show. We're waiting for the first set of ranks to come in, by the way. All right, well, guys, I'm heading out. Y'all have a good show. I'm rooting for you guys. I will be. Li- I'll listen uh, whenever you guys get. Whenever you post this, Alex. And yeah. uh, if you, if by some miracle you guys are still on, I'll come back on. But I don't know if you guys will be on by the time I get back. Y'all have a good one. All right, man. You too. <clears throat> he is a legend at how quick he moves out of the, out of a call. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he can't even yeah. say bye. He's just gone. <laughs> like I want everyone watching and listening to also know that like whatever we're done with the show, like as the music's playing and I go to the the outro screen, this man's already gone. <laughs> He's a legend. Yep. He's a legend. Oh. Uh, so for all the the teams we were chatting about there, Chad also threw out that um, uh, that they they lost Auburn that year as well. And uh, he's and Chad, of course, you know he is a Georgia fan. Yeah, but so he that is was very hard that, adamant that, was, that LSU will that not was be the, Georgia. That was kick six though, right? I mean, that was the kick six year. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, right? I'm not I'm not sure off the top of my head personally. Yeah, because that was the year we lost to uh, <clears throat> Baker Mayfield. Uh, and he staked that stupid ass flag in in the blocko, and then we also got <laughs> the flag. What a legendary moment! Iowa. The flag was a legendary moment in Ohio State history. Yeah, but it's okay. A Buckeye got revenge later on in life. I mean, that's true. That's true. That's true. They did. They did. Oh. So we're going to be kicking off here with the college football ranks here momentarily. Do you, do we want to go ahead and kind of throw out who we think is going to be the top four right now? Is it unchanged, I suppose? Yeah, it's going to be unchanged. So Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, USC Yo, this, at five. This could have been one crazy weekend. I mean, yeah, you had TCU win by a last-second field goal. Michigan had, by a last-second field goal. You had Michigan winning by a last-second field goal. You had Georgia Ohio. only putting up 16 points to Kentucky. Yeah, and then you had Ohio State struggling with the first quarter and a half with um That's what we played. always do though. We wait yeah. until halftime and then we just come back out and blow it, blow our enemies out of the water. Let's see. Okay, so we've got we Louisville, got the, Cincinnati, yep. Texas, UCF and Oregon State's the top uh, the 21 through 25. Go Beavs. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Shout out to the Beavs. They're going to get a big upset this weekend. Calling it now. <laughs> Cincinnati and UCF fighting for that New York Six Bowl game. Yep. True. 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 Uh, let me go actually look at something real quick. Um, I love that Arkansas beat Cincinnati and, they're, and Cincinnati is continually to play good and make us look b- better. But then you got Texas A&M and that loss that just completely throws it out the fucking window. <laughs> I'm really not liking how Texas and Louisville are in the top 25 though with four losses. Really does hey, not sit well with me. I'm drawing a complete Especially. blank right now. Uh, USC beat Tulane or Tulane beat USC. I think USC beat Tulane. Okay. I think. Talk about UCF. Yeah, UCF. Oh. They lost the Tulane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think. 
Uh, now you're making me second guess. Hold on. <laughs> okay, so okay, no, Tulane uh, did lose to UCF. It's their only loss. So currently, because you mentioned Cincinnati and UCF fighting for that um, New York Six, whatever. I'm, I was looking at the American Conference right now. Uh, in conference play, Cincinnati and Tulane are both six and one. U, U, uh, U, UCF is five and two. You know, Tulane's one loss is to U, UCF. So that okay. that's, that's a very tight race right there because Cincinnati is nine and two, Tulane nine and two, U, UCF eight and three, five and two in conference play. We got the next ones up: Ole Miss at twenty, Tulane at nineteen, um, UCLA at eighteen, North Carolina at seventeen. They had a they had an unfortunate loss this weekend, and uh, fuck Florida State at sixteen. Yeah, North Carolina was still alive before this weekend. Yeah, I know. And, and uh, you know, in terms of other, you know, awards and stuff, Drake May was very much in that Heisman race before uh, um, before uh, that loss, too. And now his odds have gone down. I, whenever we get to the Heisman talk, I've got the odds, uh, the current odds pulled up right now, too. So what about 11, Coastal Carolina? So, uh, so they 15 should... through 11, we've got 15 Notre Dame, 14 Utah, 13 Washington. 12 Kansas State and 11 Penn State. So Tennessee is still in the top 10. Okay. Okay. Uh, in terms of Coastal Carolina, uh, I mean, I feel like they're going to easily get that Sun Belt. I mean, Troy is going to be who they should be going up against on the uh, the other side, Troy of South Alabama. But uh, Coastal Carolina will take that conference, but I don't think they'll make it much. I don't think they'll make like New Year's Six, whatever. That's what you're asking. I think they'll go more to American, but we'll see. I honestly think that Troy is either Troy or South Alabama are going to smack the hell out of Coastal Carolina. Mm. Okay. I just, I, Coastal Carolina is not, nowhere near as good as they were last year. Yeah, they lost their swagger, even though they still have a lot of the same players, too. That's what's wild. Yeah. They, they have a lot of the same players that just like made them who they are. But yet, they, I don't know. They just went to their head or something. I don't know. Because they've just kind of, they've kind of, the mullets are not strong enough there, I guess. They've lost all their mullet power. <laughs> Whatever superpowers it gave them. It'll be a good game though, James Madison and Coastal Carolina this weekend. Lots of good games this weekend. Uh, this is one of my favorite weeks of um yeah, they are nine and one right now, correct? Um this is gonna be one of my favorite weeks in uh in college football every single year. I love calling rivalry games and this week is just filled with them and I'm here for it. Uh, so yes, they are, they are nine and one right now, Chad. Uh, and like I said, they'll end up going up against either Troy or South Alabama in the, in that conference, uh, championship as long as things, you know, go out correctly. So Tennessee at 10. Yeah. Tennessee at 10. Okay. Honestly, I thought them losing Hendon Hooker. I think losing to Hendon Hooker probably should have been a bit more of a drop. I think the five spots alone, losing to South Carolina like they did, was respectable. And then losing another two to three spots for not having Hendon Hooker for the rest of the year would have been okay. But they looks like they just said 10, 10 was a good. But it's okay, though. There's only seven teams that are still alive within the, the playoffs, so... Yeah, we're going to go over that here soon. 10 is perfectly fine for them. Oregon at 9. Okay. Well, don't worry. They're about to get dropped out of the top 10 here after this weekend. Don't worry about it. Yeah, big time. They had a damn good win, though. Nice revenge game against Utah. 
Let's see. Oh, also for everyone uh, watching and listening to the show right now who may be in our college football poll, uh, for this upcoming weekend, we are calling every single college game uh, except two. Because literally as we are live right now, there are two games being played as we speak. Uh, Ball State in Miami, Ohio, and Bowling Green, Ohio. Uh, so I didn't want to put Nation, baby. Mac Nation running <laughs> that Tuesday slot. So I, I didn't want to put anyone under the gun for those two games. So we all the games that we are calling, which like I said is everything in um, you know FBS play, starts on Thursday with uh, the Egg Bowl. I believe it's called the Egg Bowl, right, Mississippi? The Mississippi rivalry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is uh, kicking off 6 p.m. on Thursday. Uh, Clemson at number eight. Okay. How do they not have Clemson over Alabama? Clemson is still alive in the playoff hunt. Alabama is not. Uh, they seem to think, well, it's Nick. I mean, Saban, so. I, I think what it comes down to is the strength of the schedule and strength of the conference and, and the, the teams that you lost to. Right. I mean, Clemson not only got beat by Notre Dame, but they got routed. And then Alabama's two losses are to Tennessee and LSU, which are both, I mean, up until this week was playoff contention teams. Right. And they didn't get routed. They lost by, you know, less than one score to both te- both teams. I just, I, I don't believe in a two loss eliminated Alabama being over a one loss Chad also Still in the hunt, throws Clemson. out there good point that Bama has one top 25 win this season. Alabama at seven. There it is. <laughs> Shameful, honestly. <laughs> I think Clemson's overrated as shit, but in terms of how this season's gone, Clemson should be above Alabama at this point. I mean, I I don't agree. I mean, I I, I like them at eight and seven. Okay, coming up next, we got the top six. So, uh, okay, so how are we calling this top six, boys? How are we feeling on it? You think it's going to be the exact same, or are you going to make any special uh, spicy twists there? It's got to be the exact same. I, I, I don't I see agree. that. With all the craziness that happened this weekend, there's, there's no shot that they – Jacob, did your mic just unless, go out? Oh, there you are. Unless, unless they put USC over LSU. Mm. I mean, I, I think USC is at five, personally. USC is my five. They, they just, I mean, had a great game against the, uh, UCLA. So that was a top, top ranked, uh, top 25 ranked uh, game. So I don't know. I mean that's a fair point, but I don't. I mean I don't know, man. I think USC is my number five personally. Man, wouldn't it wouldn't it be wild though? Lincoln Riley's first year at USC gets to the college football playoffs with them, and it's not it's not even because they're like such a dominant team. It's just because how everything else played out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you just imagine though, if all four of the top, uh, all four of the top teams lost this past weekend. Imagine. That's the what kind of would chaos be going that I through want. the heads of that committee. That's the level of I mean, chaos and, that I and, want. And I mean, let's be real. Also, guys, you got to think. In my opinion, this is going to be the last year of this top four. I think seriously, they're going to talk 
um, this offseason, and it, I think they are going to push this 12 teams to be next year. There is one bowl game that is blocking that right now. There's one hurdle, and that is the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl committee wants their time slot just to, to remain the same on January 1st, but that would mess up the the playoffs a little bit. All right, here we go. Top six. No surprise there. Georgia at one. No, I'm, I'm I'm actually lying. That's the biggest shocker here. I'm blown away that Georgia at number one. I really thought they were going to fall to six, personally. <laughs> like, this is mind-blowing to me. Ohio State at two. That's also shocking. I thought they were going to fall down to, like, number seven. Sheesh. What is going on with this committee right now? Yikes. Man. Yikes. Where, where's the where's the beeves, man? Where's the where's the rainbow warriors? Where's the bows? They need to be up here. Let's go. The bows, they're like a hundred and what twenty third? Come on, man. They're not. I don't think they're that low, but they are in the hundreds. Michigan at three, and naturally T- TCU uh, going to be at four. Yeah, the only moves here that they can make is at five and six. Yeah, I mean, yeah, TCU at four, easy peasy. But it's so, nice to see all the eleven and zero teams in the top four, though. Yeah, it's really nice to see. Yeah, true. TCU deserves it, man. They've had a hell of a season. Honestly, they've had a hell of a season. You know, if we're gonna be real, um, off the the back of a of a backup, gotta keep on. Yeah. Max was the backup uh, behind uh, Chad Morris's son. Is it Chandler? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He got hurt. LSU at five. Okay. USC at six. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, so I got our top six lined out there. Georgia one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU four, LSU at five, and USC at six. One of those five, five or six, one of those teams is going to be in at the end of the year. There, there, there's no, I, how, I, however much I would love Ohio State and Michigan to both make it, it's just not possible anymore. I mean, I mean, look, at the, I, I think there is. Um, what if LSU somehow pulls a win over Georgia and then TCU gets blown out, um, either this, uh, this week or in the big 12 championship or loses both for some fucking reason. And then you have USC who loses to Notre Dame this week and they may win the PAC 12 championship, but it's not by a a decent amount. Well, then you've got Georgia, LSU, Ohio state and Michigan. In my opinion, imagine two a SEC, two Big Ohio Ten. State. But you can't Ugh. tell me that that if that if that was to happen, then those aren't the undeniable top four teams in the country. That'd be one hell of a scenario. Uh, let's see. Pac, the Pac-12 championship isn't locked up yet. I, I was actually is. I was actually just pulling that up. No, Pac-12's got no one in there. The only all right. So this is what we have for next weekend for uh, conference championships for uh, conference USA. UTSA is locked. The other is not. Pac-12 is open uh, for Big Twelve. TCU's locked uh, for the MAC. Toledo's locked. That's it. Sun Belt. No one is locked, which really shocks me. I feel like uh, when I was just looking at it, I feel like Coastal Carolina should at least be locked on their side. Uh, LSU and Georgia, of course, locked for SEC. American, no one's locked. And then for Mountain West, Fresno and Boise State, ACC, Clemson, North Carolina, and no one in the Big Ten currently, which that's no surprise, obviously. 
Epicton West, man, they there's so many different scenarios that could happen for, I think, three or four different teams. Purdue needs so many things to happen in order to make it in, and I'm rooting for them because I want to face Purdue. Oh, come on. <laughs> Leave the Boilermakers <laughs> alone. <laughs> they don't deserve that, man. Come on, man. Relax, relax. They do deserve that. They upset us a few years ago. They don't deserve that. Come on. You guys deserve an upset every once in a while. Once on a blue moon, you don't want to. You it's don't, fine every, every. It's fine every once in a while, but then every once in a while, we we reserve the right to have a revenge game. <laughs> just completely, just beat the <laughs> shit out of them. Okay, so since we have our official playoff rankings, uh, let's dive into the segment that Jacob wanted to do here, uh, talking about teams who are still alive for the playoffs, which we've already really been talking about anyway. Uh, so Jacob, what you got? What do you got lined up for? Because you already kind of teased it, where you said there's like seven teams. I think is what you said. Yes. Uh, yes. Whose who's chances there are was still alive? Eight teams. There was nine teams actually last, before last week, before this past weekend. Tennessee's eliminated, and then yep. uh, Oregon is officially eliminated, uh, or not Oregon, North Carolina. My bad. I was really hoping North Carolina was gonna win the ACC championship this year. I would have loved I, that. I doubt it. Uh, okay, first off, obviously, we're, we have the top four. TCU is the first off. Um, best wins so far this year, I'm going to give it to uh, when they beat, at the time, number 17, Kansas State. Kansas State's looking real good right now. And they beat them by 10 points. I'm loving this TCU team. Picked up a big win against Baylor, barely. But they have a tough game next week against Iowa State. I am giving TCU an 85% chance mm. to make the playoffs. Mm, okay. Just, just uh, since, T since Tennessee's eliminated, I gave them before this weekend a 5% chance to make the playoffs, and they, they failed. Mm. <clears throat> Next up, Clemson. Their best wins, I would say, were against, at the time, number 10, NC State, and then at Florida State. Florida State looking way better than what they did at the beginning of the year by far i agree to that fuck florida state though. Uh, nc state eh, they kind of they're wishy-washy really really wishy-washy disappointing season out of them and honestly i have i have clemson with a 10 percent chance to make the playoffs but i think they're gonna lose this weekend <laughs> clemson you think they're going to yep. lose against South Carolina? Yeah, dude, after what South Carolina just did to Tennessee, Tennessee's way better than Clemson, I mean, man. look, I agree with you. Look, I, I, I have it on the, the, the script for us. I want to chat about South Carolina here soon. Uh, USC, their best win this year was their only top, uh, right now, top 25. Uh, at, yeah, yeah. They had against Oregon the State. They beat them by three. Go beast. And then UCLA, they just beat them. Yep. Uh, they have number 20. Great. What, what is the Notre Dame ranked now? Uh, well, in the AP poll, they were 13. Uh, I think they were like in the 15 range or so for the uh, CPF. Gotcha. I have uh, USC with a 20% chance. They have to win out and they have to win a Pac-12 championship. In order to even be in the conversation. If they yeah, lose to be in the conversation, absolutely. 
if I mean, they lose, yeah, they're I mean, out. They, they, they would have to win out, win a Pac-12 championship, and I think, I mean, Michigan would have to get completely demolished by Ohio State, and TCU would have to lose. What's going to be very weird is if TCU, USC, and LSU lose. Because who else would you put in? Man, imagine Would you put that. in Clemson? I mean, would you put in Clemson or Alabama? <laughs> I would put in All Clemson. of a sudden, Alabama isn't eliminated at that point. So is Alabama eliminated to you? Right now, yes, but if the, if LSU, TCU, if all, if all and USC the lost, then Alabama isn't eliminated. Mm, okay, statistically, good point. Good point. I, I think I think they I think no matter what, Alabama is, is eliminated unless those three teams lose and they all three lose, like we saw what three years ago when te- when the teams that we thought were going to be in there just got absolutely fucking destroyed in the in their championship games. Yeah. Unless something like that happens, I think Alabama's not going at all. Like there's no shot. Like they they as might as well say I mean, they might as well start going getting ready for the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> LSU, they have to win out. They have to beat Georgia in the SEC championship game to lock themselves. That would lock them in the top four, in my opinion, over a TCU. If they can, if they can go into that SEC championship game and beat Georgia, they're good. 45% chance of making the playoffs. So personally, Michigan, same thing. They have to beat Ohio state and then whoever in the big 10 championship game, um, the thing about Michigan is the fact that they've only beat one top 25 team in Penn State. It's unfortunate that Illinois wasn't ranked by the time that they played them. Yeah, yeah. That was a very close game, too, 1917. I was. I was hard. I had no idea. I was really hoping for <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> How how unfortunate for Illinois, man. They have fallen off I know. so bad. I know. Now, let me ask you, though. What's gonna? What's your thoughts on where Ohio State falls in this if they lose to Michigan? They out? Is it done? I think they're in. I think by no how much? What. Lose by how much? Let's just say one score. Whether you want to count that as a field goal or a touchdown, one score. They're, they're, they're in. in. They're in. If it's a convincing Michigan victory, I think if it's within anything, Ohio State's out. I think if it's if it's within a point to thirteen points, you still put Ohio State in. I think if it's fourteen, I think if it's fourteen or above, fourteen, seventeen, twenty, whatever it may be, I think if it's in that range, then you can kind of have a discussion that okay, you know. But I mean, at this point, I, I think there's enough there to say the two automatic locks, no matter what, is Georgia and Ohio State. No matter See, what. what Georgia has for going for them right now as far as automatic lock is the fact that they're in, sitting in the number one spot. Mm-hmm. It would be very difficult for them to drop three spots or four spots and just drop out of the top four entirely. Ohio State's sitting at the two spot, so it's only... it's. I mean, yeah, it's only one spot less, but still, that's a big jump. Huge jump. The only way I see Ohio State... Not being an automatic lock as if it's a convincing. Lord, please don't let it be convincing Michigan win. I mean, I, th- I mean, <laughs> I mean, but even then, like, I mean, let's put this scenario out there. What if 
you know, Michigan wins convincingly and then goes and loses the Big Ten championship game. Seeing that, honestly, I could see Ohio State staying in over Michigan, but unfortunately, Michigan will have the head-to-head with Ohio State. Exactly. So then would you put none of them in there or both of them in there or just or just Michigan? Or, I mean, depending on – I mean, because obviously whoever Michigan is playing at that time is not going to be in the conversation of the top four. But – I mean, at that point, you're like, I mean, just, I mean, I, honestly, at that point, I'm just saying, fuck it. Like, I still think Michigan and Ohio State is still better than USC or Clemson. Like, in my in my honest opinion, yeah. Like, even even I, I would straight, agree. Even even from straight even from a straight eye test and a schedule, like they're better. Like, so here, here's the problem that I have with that scenario, though, is if. If I personally was on the committee, the number one thing that I would view above all else is conference championship. I don't care if you have one loss to an unranked team or anything like that. If you're not a conference champion, you're out, in my opinion. That's an automatic out. Now, yeah, if it was up to you, you're not referring to this particular situation we're dealing with. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. I mean, if it me, was up to me personally, me, I, I mean, would have that would make I mean, that would make things easy. But then at that point, like in that scenario, like, are you going to put I mean, who I don't know who could be in the, the Big Ten championship going against Michigan or Ohio State, because we know it's going to be one of them. But are you going to put one of them in there or are you going to say, fuck the Big Ten? None of them are going to get in because Ohio State or Michigan's not Big Ten champions. Like, you can't tell me at that point, like. Like a Big Ten champion, whoever it may be, if it's not Ohio State or Michigan, like that that that's where I kind of disagree. I think an eye test does deserve just as much um, link into a, a champion because, like, if they were to go in there, Michigan was to beat Ohio State and then lose a Big Ten champion. Like you honestly and 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 like honestly cannot put like. You wouldn't put neither of them one, neither of them in there by that by that um, idea. Like, there's no way in my mind that my, neither one of them. I didn't say it was my only criteria. I said it's my number one. It'd be the first thing that I look at. That's fair. Now, if neither of those teams are conference champion, and I have to decide between them or a Pac-12 champ USC, I'd pick USC all day. Yeah, I don't but, think that's I don't think that's fair because I think strictly from a schedule standpoint and and an eye test, Ohio State and Michigan are both better than USC. Like I I know they're a Pac-12 champion, but you've also got to look at I mean I think I think just it, it goes more in depth, and I think that's why we have this committee because I mean you got to look at the strength of wins, you got to look at the strength of the conference and things like yeah. that to where like. I mean, yeah, conference championships mean stuff, but I mean, there are, you know, there's, there's slip ups on teams. Like if that was to happen, like you could not tell me that a Pac-12 champion USC is better than Michigan or Ohio State. You like, I don't, I don't care. You could not tell me different. See, if it was up to me, I'd go the Pat McAfee route with this. Okay. Here we go. Top, top 12 teams, all five power five conference champions, automatic bid. 
the top two group of five champs automatic bids. Notre Dame is in there if they have uh, 10 plus wins. And there's one at large team. If Notre Dame doesn't have 10 plus wins, there's two at large teams. That way it's completely fair across the board. You're not picking and choosing this person over this, this team over this team. The only thing you win your conference, you're in. I mean, I agree, but do away with all the divisions in conferences. So that way you are guaranteed to have the two best teams in every conference in the conference championship games. I mean, I agree. I agree with everything you just said there, except for Notre Dame. I think you, Notre Dame has to join a conference, no matter what. I don't, I don't care. I don't think there, there should be a thing as independence. If you're going to go independent, then therefore you're taking yourself out of the discussion. Point blank and simple. They won't be independent for much longer anyways. And I will say, I actually kind of do agree with Shane in terms of the independent thing. Like, I think all independent teams should be in conferences. That's just my opinion, though. Because I mean I don't like the I don't I don't like the whole scenario like twelve twelve uh you know twelve bids automatic you know conference or the top five power five conferences uh winner gets automatic bid that's it's fine you know it's just like basketball right just like the NCAA tournament that makes sense I'm fine with that but then to say okay well if Notre Dame is ten wins they automatically get a spot no matter what no no you're you're in a conference. If you win a conference and you get an automatic bid, if not, then you better be shooting for a runner-up because at that point, then it turns into a discussion like we're having now. But I think no matter what, if you're if you're going to stay independent when it goes to 12 teams, then you're basically saying, okay, we don't want to be a part of this. We're just going to play our football, you know, yada, yada, yada. We're not going to be competing because at that point, in my opinion, you're just taking yourself out because I don't, I, I, there's not a fair way to put to put them in there and not fuck somebody else over as well, far as the independence to independent teams are very important in my opinion, because fuck the NCAA personally, <laughs> they are a shit organization and every single one of the independent schools have very, very good reasons for being independent. And I'm surprised there's not more independent teams within this country. I mean, I agree. No, see, I mean, that doesn't. Cause I, I, I have the independence pulled up here, and I, I looking at this list, they, I feel like there are some valid reasons that some of these are independent. Now, granted, one of them is about to be in a conference, you know, of course, being BYU. Um, yeah. Uh, is Liberty supposed to join a conference, or are they still stay independent? I forgot. Uh, I think they're supposed to join the Big Twelve. No, no, it's not the Big Twelve. No, no. Big Twelve joins are U, uh, UCF, Cincinnati, Houston. And uh, BYU. Is Liberty supposed to? See, I don't remember if they're joining one of the group of five conferences or not. But either way, no, I mean, that is a fair point, though. Within, I just, I don't think independence should be a thing. That's my personal opinion. So, Jake, I'm, I'm kind of curious of your opinion on, in, you know, independence. You know, because you do bring up a good point where some of these teams are independent for a reason. You know, I'd say one great example is UMass. I mean, there is no value they bring to a conference, unfortunately. But, you know, what's your, what's your take on the independence? Uh, well, first off, Liberty is joining the CUSA 2023-2024 okay. uh, season. They're not completely dead. Not yet. So next year. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and the thing, uh, and real quick, just my opinion on the independence. I agree. You know, five years ago, three years ago, 
uh, I'm completely fine with independent teams, right? Um, BCS era, I was completely fine with independent teams. I completely understood it. But the way college football is going right now with a 12-team playoff and possibly even more, you know, 10 years down the line, there's there's not a fair fair way that you can judge an independent team based off of the criteria that that, that, they, that they are currently doing. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to – like, if it changes, it could, it could change some things. Yes, it could. But I think in the criteria that we have right now or even in the criteria that you gave or that Pat McAfee gave in top, you know, Power 5 championship teams, they get automatic bid, so on and so forth, there's no properly way to put independents in there unless you classify them as their own conference. Like this end is like so far, like the independence teams would play them like would play within themselves to create like an independent champion or something like that. Like that's the only way that would work. Basically making a new conference in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see okay. Basically saying like we're we we we're standing together to, to be alone. <laughs> I think that so with with the with the twelve team yeah with the twelve team playoffs that we're going to be getting within the next few years hopefully it's next year but it's looking like it's going to be twenty twenty four at the earliest but an independent team would be able to easily fit in in that I think you know this this would be more towards your guys's mindsets with the independents kind of screwing up a lot of things right now or in that in in that scenario of the, the Pat McAfee scenario. Um, I think in that scenario, it makes it harder for an independent team right now. It's easier for them, but in the scenario that I brought up, it would make them even harder to join in the playoffs. So really the only team that would even have a shot in my opinion would be, of course, after BYU leaves would be Notre Dame. There's not really a chance for an independent team to make the playoffs regardless I mean, I agree, but I mean that 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 to me that's that's still single like singling out like Notre Dame, like giving them specific criteria, like hey, you get ten wins, or you have multiple top twenty five wins, and you're in the top you know top twelve or whatever in the rankings going into this, and if there's a you know a a, a play in or whatever or an at large bid that's not as good, like boom, you're gonna be in, like that's all you have to do. Like, I know it's a lot harder than uh, said than done, but I mean, I, I, me personally, I just don't like that. Notre Dame usually gives themselves a tough schedule, though. So, I, mean, I mean, yeah, and but the thing is, what's hurting them right now is that they're playing, you know, what four ACC conference games. Yeah, it, 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 I think that personally hurts them right now more than anything. Well, I mean, so far this year. Though they will have have played Ohio State uh, at the time of number sixteen BYU at the time of number sixteen Syracuse number four Clemson this week they play number uh, at the time of this was USC at number six that's a lot of top twenty five games for an independent team I think they're the only independent team that I know of that has multiple top twenty five games. I agree. And I mean, in that scenario, like you win them all, like it's, it, 
you win them all and you go 11 and 1, 10 and 2, yeah, there's a strong argument to push you in the top 12, right? Um, and even then, like, if they were to, if they were undefeated or a one loss team right now, I mean, there, there would be hard discussion for them to be in this year. Cause I think their resume, as far as the teams they've played and the teams they've beaten, how they've beaten them is, you know, a lot tougher than, you know, an Alabama that only has one top 25 win this year or, a, or a Clemson. Like it's definitely better than that, especially with the win that they have over Clemson. If Notre Dame's only loss this year so far was to Ohio State and they didn't lose to Marshall or Stanford, we'd see them at number four over TCU, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. And, I, and, and in my opinion, I at that point, I would have Michigan 5 and USC 6 and LSU 7. I'd agree with that. With Notre Dame being as high as it is? Mm-hmm. I could agree to that, if, too. If, if Notre Dame's only loss this year was to Ohio State, they would be four, if not three. I agree to that. Yeah, I could agree to that as well. Glad we could come to an agreement. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that is a good point. You know, their only loss would have been Ohio State. They'd be in this top four uh, talk, but they have just fallen off the planet. But they, they've brought it back, though, you know, uh, these past few weeks. You know, they, they've played some good games in Syracuse. Your head Clemson. Yeah. I mean, and and right now, especially how the season started with those losses. Yeah, I mean, back to back. Yeah, yeah, and the the way they lost. But I mean, right now they're what fifteen. I mean, honestly, me me personally, how they played these last what six weeks, it, just from an eye test, you can't tell me they're not a top ten team. Personally, talk about Notre like, Dame. Just from a, yeah, just from a straight eye test. From an eye test, yeah, I agree. I mean, they beat you know Syracuse, who I thought had, was really on a, on a roll there for a while. And while I do think they're overrated, I don't think they're a bad team. They beat Clemson, so I mean, I agree with you from an eye test. Basically, you know, since that uh, that loss from Stanford on, you know, they've they've been they've been a, they've been a wagon of a team. Marcus Freeman's got got the team uh, pulled together. So while we were in the middle of all that, I actually went over into YouTube studio and I changed the title of this episode since it, we're like an hour in and we haven't even talked about Heisman stuff yet. So I just felt appropriate. <laughs> 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 so that is no longer the title of this episode and that is fine. Uh, let's actually do a little bit of Heisman chat though. Let's actually chat about that. So I've got the current uh, Vegas insider odds up right now. I'm, I'm going to mostly reference uh, FanDuel. Uh, for the odds, because they currently are the best odds across the board. So after how things have played out with the very unfortunate injury, actually unfortunate, that single word reminded me of something I've been meaning to say for like the last 30 minutes, because I meant to lead off the show with it, and I feel terrible that I didn't. So since we were on a bye week last week, could not acknowledge this, but I do want to send out all T's and P's to Virginia uh, University and that very unfortunate, unnecessary, and tragic um, situation that shooting that happened over there, which also involved obviously some players passing away. Uh, they didn't have their game this past weekend as well. I don't remember who they were set to play against. It doesn't matter. They didn't have the game. It might have been Pitt, as I, I think Pitt even like was. You know, obviously, everyone's given their T's and P's, but uh, you know, I, I want to. You know, it's better late than never that I throw that out there. You know, obviously we were on the break break week last week. I shared it on Twitter and stuff, but. Uh, Still wanted to be able to throw it here out in an episode. You know, obviously T's and P's to Virginia and everything going on over there. 
Uh, so anyway, yeah, sorry. The word unfortunate dinged that back into my brain. So I wanted to get out before I continue to forget it as, as the conversation rolls. You know, we, my brain keeps rolling with the conversation. <laughs> anyway, Heisman odds. So how have things played out this past weekend with Tennessee and everything and how USC had a very solid, solid win? Kayla Williams is sitting at the top right now with a minus 130. Uh, coming in number two, we got C.J. Stroud with a plus 110. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kayla Williams at the top of the betting odds right now. Uh, let's see, out of uh, out of the major sports books, man, the only ones that the only one that has C.J. favored is uh, Caesar Sportsbook with a minus 110. Caleb Williams the plus 100, and the Vegas Insider also uh, has C.J. Stroud minus 102 and Caleb Williams minus 108. Um, but, uh, yeah, CJ Stroud plus 110 on FanDuel to win the Heisman. Uh, Blake Corum with uh, Michigan plus 2,500. Max Dungan, uh, with a plus 5,000. And then coming in at fifth, Jaden Daniels with a plus 10,000. And also the next three are all tied at plus 10,000 with Bo Nix and Drake May. Uh, so how are we feeling about the Heisman, boys? How are we feeling about who's 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 the who's going to the Heisman show? Is it, I'm assuming is it just the top three? Is that who you have the top three? But I also wanted to expand it just in top five for Heisman. How are we feeling about it? I mean, what the my hell person- are those rankings, man? What are <laughs> those odds? I mean, my personal opinion, I would put C.J. Stroud and Michigan running back quorum and then everybody else. Um, especially, in, I mean, honestly, my personal opinion, I would still put Hooker, Hooker at three um, because I think even though he won't be playing this last game, um, and he won't be playing the bowl game or, the, you know, of course, the, the SEC championship game because that loss to Georgia. I think it's still more of a body of a, of of work than, you know, what it is than what you're doing at the end of the season. And you can't tell me Tennessee um, would be where they at where they are at right now without Hendon Hooker. Um, so me personally, I would still put them in him in my top five. So it would be. CJ Stroud, Corum, Hendon Hooker, um, Caleb Williams, and then May, I guess. Um, even though he did not have a great showing this last week, but even then, like five through seven is like who really fucking cares, to be honest, because it's right, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, okay. We're about to bring the heat. I don't understand why any bookie would not have CJ Stroud as their number one. And that's not even me being biased without CJ Stroud. Say we had Cal McCord, our backup quarterback in Ohio state would have lost a lot by now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get into a tangent. I'm not going to get into a rookie tangent. No, 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 no. We don't have time for that. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, my top five: C.J. Stroud, Bo Nix, Max Duncan, Stetson Bennett, and then Blake Corm. Ooh, you got Blake Low. He's a running back. <laughs> well, okay, that's quarterback. Fair. Quarterbacks take favorites when it comes to Heisman's. That's that's a, that is a fair point. That is a fair point. So I pulled up stats for CJ and Caleb, and I know Heisman obviously goes a lot further beyond stats. Obviously, if we want to go strictly off stats, I mean, obviously it's going to be neither one of them. 
if we're talking passing stats, you know what I mean? Uh, but talking strictly just their statistics, comparing uh, Caleb Williams, uh, 3,480 yards at six in uh, FBS play for TDs, 33, that's tied for fourth. Interceptions, only three, it's tied for ninth. And QBR, 85.4, that's fifth. And then CJ, uh, he only has 2,991 yards, which is 19th. Uh, TDs, he is tied for first with 35, tied with the Houston QB. And then in INTs, he's tied at 18th with four. And then he's got the number one QBR in the country with 89.7. That's the direct comparison. And then, let's see. I mean, like, I mean, because, like, I, I know stats is not, like, uh, the end-all, be-all, obviously, but, you know, I still wanted to take a chance to compare those two. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm with you, Jacob. I like Caleb a lot. I loved him last year at Oklahoma, but I just don't know how you don't have C.J. Stroud as the favorite. Like, imagine if Caleb Williams wins the Heisman. Like, imagine. Like, you know, imagine if that happens. C.J. Stroud officially falls into the category as a lot of other players who were officially robbed from the Heisman. DMAC. <clears throat> yeah, DMAC was 100% robbed. 100%. I'm not even, I, like I've said earlier, I'm not even an Arkansas fan, but he was 1,000% robbed. Don't, 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 just don't, don't, why'd you bring that up? Your why? boy, your boy robbed them. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. Yeah, you're, you're, you know that was highway robbery. <laughs> Hey man, it's just another Heisman at Ohio State. That's One that he stole. I, like I said, I'm not even an Arkansas fan, but I'll agree to that. <laughs> but no, like seriously, if Caleb Williams wins the Heisman, like that, that's straight up. You know, CJ got robbed up front. And also, I, I, another thing about this as well, you know, since Shane brought it up, and I, I want to really bring this up because it's like, I mean, I get it, I do, but dude, it really fucking sucks that we have an injury like that at the end of the fucking season that automatically eliminates Heisman chances. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I get it. I understand. I, I understand how they do it and everything. But, like, it's end of the season. You've got plenty of tape all year long of taking this team on a magical run, you know, on him playing extremely well all year. And just because of this injury, you know, you're no longer even going to consider him. That sucks to me. I, I hate that. I get it. I understand why they're doing it. You know, I, I get it. But I feel like there could be some cases where that injury can be overlooked, and this could be an example because it happened so late. Now, granted, if he got hurt five games in, yeah, I, don't get me wrong. I get it. I get why he'd be out, right? There's not enough tape to look at. But you look at his stats. I got it pulled up now. He, uh, Hinden had over 3,100 yards. He had over 20, 20, he had 27 TDs, two interceptions, and second-best QBR in the country with 89.6. This man should be a Heisman candidate still. I don't give a shit that he got hurt. He should be a Heisman candidate, in my opinion. I, I'm with Shane on that one. That's bullshit to me. That just because he got hurt, you know, this late in the season, he's automatically out. He like, there's not even an odds for him, obviously, because obviously he's not going to win it. That's I don't know. That, that's just me going on my, my my little mini tangent. But that's just bullshit and, to me. And I mean, and my biggest thing, as I'll probably know, I'm a big taker in eye test, and in my eye test. I think Hendon Hooker was a lot more like Tennessee needed him more than what Ohio State needed CJ Stroud. Just just on a strictly on based on everything. Like you cannot tell me Ohio State is not a better overall team at every position than what Tennessee is. I'll take that compliment. Exactly. <laughs> he, he raised an Tennessee, eyebrow at first. <laughs> Tennessee Tennessee would be nowhere near 
nowhere near. Now, you said earlier that, that Ohio State would have lost some games that they won this year because if they didn't have C.J. Stroud. I wouldn't even think Tennessee would be a 500 team right now without Hendon Hooker. I agree to that. I, I do. I agree to that. Hendon Hooker leading that Tennessee team. Don't get me wrong. There is a lot of good players on that team, right? Well, defense defense struggled for him this year. Uh, but they're, they're not the worst defense in the world. But there's a lot of good players on that team. But Tennessee would not be where they were without Hendon Hooker. When it comes to Ohio State, could they still be where they are without CJ? Uh, the really debatable with a couple games, you know. I, I feel that 100%. Um, but, you know, Ohio State, is they've, there's so much talent on that team, top to bottom. You know, especially at the receiving core alone. Jesus Christ, you guys have three incredible receivers. I mean, so, I mean, I, mean, I, I agree to that probably, with Hendon and Tennessee. You, you have probably the top receiver in the country right now in Marvin Harrison Jr., who was third string coming into this year. True. Yeah, yeah, our number one wide receiver hasn't even played really much at all this year. <laughs> yeah. In Smith and like, Jigba. He, he was not even – he, Marvin Harrison wasn't even – like they said it in, in a college game day saying Marvin Harrison wasn't even on starting depth chart in the first two games. <laughs> 65 and, catches, over 1,000 yards, 11 TDs, averaging about 16 yards a catch. Yeah. He's just he's, as good, if not better, than his daddy. But say he is arguably a top three, if not the best receiver in the country right now, and he wasn't even on the starting depth chart yep. <laughs> coming into the and year. There's a lot of uh, analysts that are saying he should be a Heisman favorite. Heisman favorite or Heisman candidate? Heisman candidate. Okay. 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 I've let you guys talk long enough. I need to get back to Caleb Williams here. Okay. All right. Sorry. Yeah, we went on some tangents here. He, he's not even the first. He's not even the second. He's not even the third best quarterback in the Pac-12. Oh. He is fourth. He is the Ooh. fourth best. That's spicy. Honestly. He is be- He is definitely below Bo Nix. He is definitely below uh, Jane Delora from Arizona. He is definitely below Michael Penix Jr. Mm. All three of those quarterbacks have played way better ball, more consistent ball than Caleb Williams has this year. Mm. Change my mind. Okay. Well, I'm I'm not going to change your mind that he's not number 1. But I may try to change your mind that he's at least 3. So I actually have the passing stats pulled up for the Pac-12. Let's go through some important categories. So for QB rating, he is not number one. It is Bo Nix, in fact. Uh, Caleb Williams would be second. And then um, top, uh, Thompson Robinson would be third, followed by, uh, you know, with UCLA, followed by uh, Phoenix. Uh, in terms of yards, uh, Phoenix Jr., uh, Jaden with Arizona, uh, Caleb Williams coming in third, Bo Nix at fourth, talking about TDs here. Caleb Williams isn't first in that category, um, but that, that's it. And then let's look at completion percentage. That's a pretty big one. Uh, Bo Nix coming at the top, the only Q- QB in the Pac-12 with over 70% completion with a 72.4. Um, top, uh, Thompson Robinson with 69.8. Uh, another Arizona State quarterback, Trenton, uh, with a 69.7. And Phoenix Jr. with a 66.7. And then Cameron Rising with a 65. And then it's Caleb Williams with a 64.9. 
So, I mean, you, you bring up a good point that he's not number one in the Pac-12. I, I would say if I had to rank, like, the Pac-12 QBs and how they've played this year alone, Caleb, to me, yeah, I mean, he does he does got a pretty good TD interception ratio, 33-3. to three. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's uh, to me. I feel like it's a very clear front favorite of Bo Nix. I feel like he was the best quarterback in the Pac-12 this year for multiple reasons: uh, best in rating, best in completion, twenty-five-six TD interception ratio, and then also now. The, granted, this is not obviously full credit to him because he's not he's not an unbelievably mobile guy. Obviously, in his case, I'd give it like yeah, I give him twenty percent of the credit. He's only been sacked twice all year. Bo Nix has which is unbelievable. That's incredible. That is incredible. Kudos to their offensive line. Um, you know, I would I would say Bo Nix one. I'll give get I'll give it to Caleb at two, and then I would say Phoenix Junior at three. That's my opinion. But I do see your point though. I see your point looking at these stats, comparing it. Caleb Williams favorite to win the Heisman. You gonna hammer those odds? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. I mean that's fair because you. I mean you got a pretty good little odd there, plus one ten. Hammer CJ. Shouldn't even be a plus. It should be a minus. I know. He should be the favorite. I agree with you. And honestly, with how it looks, it should be CJ and Hendon at one and two. I agree. But whatever. In my opinion, I would have Hendon at one, but that's just me. I think people are really overlooking how important Stetson Bennett has been this year for Georgia. They are. I, think, I mean, because like, his I, odd I is think, plus 12,000. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think Damn. what it comes down to is just that team is just so good. Right. I mean, from top to bottom, that team is just so, so, so good. And I also don't understand Jaden Daniels from LSU being at, what, five or six. Like, that makes no sense Yeah, he's to at me. five. He, he threw for 140 yards in two games mm. against Arkansas and Auburn, who has two of the worst pass defenses in the country. Yeah. Like, he's not that good of a passer. Um, he hasn't shown me anything that he's going to hurt me downfield. He's I mean, still he on can, the ground, though. I mean, yeah, he can rush for 400. Don't get me wrong. Like, that dude's insane on the ground. But, I mean, so was Denard Robinson. But you see how that worked out. Yeah, you got the Yikes. NCAA uh, cover athlete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did he do in the NFL? <laughs> also shout out to the fact he, that. Uh, he went to running back and then retired because he couldn't do anything. Also, shout out to the fact that NCAA, uh, the new college football game, got delayed a year, which I'm not fucked up about. Everyone is I'm so not, mad about it. I'm just like, you need I, to fucking I'm chill not, out. I'm not either, as long as it's perfected. Yeah, that's my thing. It comes out. As long as it's good, I don't really give a damn. And I actually, even though like you know, it's made being made with the Madden engine stuff, like I'm not fucked up about that. Like, I have a lot of hope for this game, personally, because one, one little, little tidbit that a lot of people missed in the big announcement that college football game was coming back is that EA hired people from the college football revamp team. That's a, yeah. that, that's a very important nod that they know they need to get this right. And these guys have paid justice to the game with college football revamp. So I th- I have a lot of hope. So being delayed is not a big deal, but yeah, uh, Denard Robinson, you know, cover athlete shout out to that. <laughs> It's unfortunate there's going to be a decent amount of teams that are not going to be in that game, though. Yeah. Uh, confirmed Notre Dame is not going to be in the game. As of now. Good change. Yeah. Good change. But, yeah, no. Uh, w- w- when is the Heisman show? I forgot. Is it, like, mid-December, right? It's, I think it's uh, right after bowl week. Mm, okay. No, it's it's after conference championship. Or, yeah, yeah, conference yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's, gotcha. uh, I think it's the 
Tuesday or Thursday after conference championships. Okay. Something like that. Uh, okay, so I only had a couple more things college-wise that I really wanted to chat about. If you guys have anything, make sure to throw it out there for sure. Uh, so the two, th- I only have two more things, and one of them, like I already said, was South Carolina. It's not like going to be like a big conversation or anything, but like, can we just talk about the fact that South Carolina has been one of the most random schools in college football this entire fucking season? Like I mean, straight up, like with their seven and four, which that kind of record doesn't shock me. I actually love their head coach to death. I love Shane Beamer. I love him to death, and I had a lot of hope for this team coming the year. But, like, you look at, like, their losses, and then you turn around and look at some of their wins they got. It's just like this is, like, the most random-ass school. I mean, they just got the shit beat out of them by Florida 38-6, to then turn around and drop 63 on Tennessee. This has been one of the most random-ass schools all year. I mean, Alex, I think we kind of nailed it uh, before the season started. Like, we didn't know what South Carolina is going to be yep. or could be, right? We either saw them being really sucky or really, really fucking good because depending on how good Spencer Rattler was going to play, well, we saw how good they can be when Spencer Rattler is playing like Spencer Rattler can play. You know, I think a big part of that is Spencer Rattler's confidence. Um, but, I mean, we can we can clearly see how good that offense can be when, when Spencer Rattler is playing like he should play. Playing like how whenever he was projected as the number one overall pick in the draft. Remember those days? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How times have changed, my friend. How times have changed. No, like, it just baffles me at how random this team is. Because, like, just looking at their schedule, man. You know, lose to Arkansas 44-30. Gets the shit beat out by Georgia 48-7. Beats Kentucky 24-14. Beat Texas A&M, which that was still a hilarious game with all the fair food. 30-24. to Then turns around and loses to Missouri 23-10. to Beats Vandy by 10 points, be- gets the shit beat out by Florida, and then drops 63. Like, this team is so random. This is the most inconsistent team, dude. I love it. I love it, honestly. And in terms of them playing Cle- Clemson this weekend, one thing Chad threw in the chat way earlier, and I just didn't get a chance to get to it till now, South Carolina hasn't scored a point versus Auburn in two or three years, but he thinks it will be a better game this year, and I agree. I 100% agree to that statement. Oh, yeah. Clemson is their weakest probably within the last three years three or four years so that's gonna be i'm I'm looking forward to that game looking forward to that game this weekend and the other thing i personally had is what you guys think about um the rumors and the odds coming out right now for um prom becoming the new coach uh for i think it was colorado and usf i think i think I'm, i'm gonna call this you can write this on your board Ooh, got a board I, pick. Got a board the, pick. The, the 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 first of my first ever board pick. Uh-oh. I think if Lane Kiffin does go to Auburn, Ole Miss will be his next landing spot. Prime to Ole Miss. That's a that's a big jump. He's already in the state of Mississippi. It'd be familiar I, with the Hold on. Hold on, Jacob. He might bring up a good damn point here because you got to keep in mind the one thing Prime's done well, and that's recruiting. He goes to Ole Miss, they're getting Travis Hunter immediately. They're getting his son immediately. They're getting that, that other rod receiver that the, he was like a four-star. They are all transferring to Ole Miss with him, especially Travis Hunter. You know he ain't staying at Jackson State if, if Prime's gone. So this, that might mm, – Ole Miss might be looking at that with interest. Are you going to hammer that? Is that hammer? Hammer that out. Is that, is that... I'm 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 hammering it because look, 
if if I mean, who else is almost going to get right? And plus, look, even if Dion is not the best coach to to bring in, like what Alex said, you've got to look what he what he can bring with you. You cannot tell me that if Shadir Sanders was on D1 right now, he would not be a Heisman candidate. Travis Hunter. The number one prospect in the nation. Flips from FBS to that. Yeah. Yeah. And you've also got, what, three three of top 50 defensive line recruits that came came to Jackson State. You can't tell me that fucking Ole Miss would not be watering their mouth with that. A recruiting class that would could that could come over. Look, I gotta say, man, I think I think Shane might be on to I think Ole Miss might actually consider it. I, I'm not gonna hammer that they're gonna do it, but I think that I think there's gonna be a conversation there. Where I mean, would you could, Kiffin go? Where's Kiffin gonna go? Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, Auburn. I mean, if he goes to Auburn, I think I mean, that's a log. I'm with Ricky now, on that. No, don't get me wrong. Now, if, why the if, hell if, would he want to go to Auburn over staying at Ole Miss? Better recruiting. More pay. I think so. Yeah, better recruiting and more pay is ultimately what it comes down to. Because, like, one thing that I saw, because, like, that was actually a question, because I was reading a lot of comments on this, and that's how I discovered that realtor who said, I personally showed Lane a house. I'm pretty sure he's interested in the offer. And then I saw a lot of comments like, oh, well, good job fucking yourself out of a cell there, buddy. That's true. He probably <laughs> did fuck himself out of a cell there. Either way, one thing that a lot of people point out is that you look at the pristine of Auburn versus Ole Miss. While Auburn sucks ass right now, you look at the overall pristine of Auburn as a whole where they've got natties, they've been two natties, and they've won conference championships while Ole Miss is like, hey, we're Ole Miss. How's it going? Uh, so that, that, is, that is a fair point that uh, he may be looking at. I, I feel like Auburn's a step up from Ole Miss personally. I Overall, think, yes. Right now, no. Yeah, right this exact second, no, it's not. But I think as a whole, the big picture, which, you know, when it comes to college football, it's all about the big picture in most cases. You know, you know, when the program has – as long as the program is, you know, and a coach is building towards something, there's patience and, you know, it's part of it. That's one thing I do actually really like about college football. Um, you know, I, I feel like, it, you know, in the grand scheme of things, Auburn is the better, is the better play. So yeah, Dion, Dion, Ole Miss though. That's a call. Put that on the board. He wants that yeah. on the board. That's Shane's call for the board. I didn't even uh, think about that honestly. I was still just focused on USF or Colorado. And if I had to pick, he may go to USF just because of the area, Florida. You know, he played college football in I mean, Florida State. I mean, but I mean, Colorado if, being if, a, if he wants to have a good head coaching career at either of the schools, he'd go to Colorado. Yeah, exactly. He'd go to Colorado easy. But, but Ole Miss, you cannot though. tell me you cannot tell me the AD and Ole Miss should not give him a call. I agree to that. I think they should at least give him a call. Am I gonna am I gonna hammer what Shane's saying that he's gonna be the next coach? I won't hammer that, but I will hammer they need to give him a call. Because well, the only other D one school that Ole Miss has to contend with for recruiting is Mississippi State, right? Yep. Who stinks? Exactly. Well, I mean, they have yeah. Mike Leach, but they still stink. I mean, they and and as far as D one. I mean, you have Southern Miss and and who's in the in the Sun Belt, I think, yeah. or whatever the fuck they're in. But I mean, I mean, yeah, you go to Ole Miss, you're taking over not only, you know, you're you're taking over the state of Mississippi if you don't already own own it right now at Jackson State. I mean, like I yeah. said, he's already in the state of Mississippi. You got College Game Day to he, come down there. He's already typically or he, he's got pull. taking over that state. He already knows recruiting in the area. He already has his ties. It's it's it, to me it's simple. If you lose a, a coach like Lane Kiffin, 
you've got to look at Dion and and just think about the players that he's just gonna get just through his recruiting. Yeah. And the transfer porter. Hey, he's portal. got he's I got mean, barstool money too. Keep that in mind. He's got barstool money backing him. I mean that 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 is a call that if I'm 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 serious. The second Lane Kiffin comes in and tells me that hey he he's taking the Auburn job, I'm talking before Lane Kiffin walks out the door. Are, I'm on the phone with Dion. Yeah, you already had Dion on speed dial. <laughs> I will tell you what will what could solidify an old miss call is if he could win the national championship. Oh, true, true. Let's see. If he could win an FCC national championship, I think they will definitely give him a call. How does FCS championship work exactly? They have 12 uh, teams. I know, I but like was, in terms of a... in terms of like, you know, the conference that Jackson State's in, doesn't it like exist in its own realm because I have the FCS playoff bracket pulled up right now and Jackson State's not on here. And I know they went undefeated. So is, isn't it like is Jackson like part of the swag whatever aren't they just kind of like in their own realm? Is that how it is? I have no idea. See, I don't know either. Because like mean, they're, they're they're ranked fifth in the. Oh, this is a coaches pool. Yeah, because like all right, so like here, looking at the bracket right now, the the top teams in the country who have a bye: South Dakota State, Holy Cross, William and Mary, Montana State, Sacramento State, uh, Incarnate Ward, Samford, and North Dakota State. And then Jackson State's nowhere on here. So I I'm not educated in the U, the FCS realm. So I don't know. I'm assuming seeing this now that Jackson State just kind of exists in their own realm. Yeah, I just okay. Yeah, I'm just assuming they just exist in their own realm, or they just don't join the FCS playoffs or something. I don't know, man. I thought they did. That's on me. Yeah, because that's I just, kind of upsetting if they don't. Yeah, because I well, hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold the phone, folks. Let's do some uh, more investigating here. Uh, okay. I'm very confused on how FCS works because, like, I went down to the SWAC, whatever, just to look at how the conference looks, and obviously Jackson State at the top. But then I see Florida A&M, right? Uh, that's the the Rattlesnakes or the whatever, you know, and they're second. You know, they're nine and two. And like, I distinctly remember they were in the playoffs last year. I remember, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, I very distinctly remember that because we we called all the games last year. So I don't know. I don't know how FCS playoffs work. This is confusing. I don't know. I don't get. It. I don't know what's happening because the bracket's already made. So I don't understand how. I don't understand how this works. <laughs> is it because? Um, you know, my only thought is it because Jackson State's going to get to go to that bowl game? I guess because FCS only has one single bowl game. I forgot the teams that go to it. Is that that'd be my only guess? They went to it last year. Maybe maybe that's what they'll do. I don't know, but I'll just rebuttal. As good as mine. I'll just rebuttal this. I, I I don't care if they go anywhere. I think just based on what Dion can do for your program, as far as recruiting and bringing those players over, like I said, you honestly you bring Shadir Sanders into the D one. Now I'm not saying he can probably put up the same numbers in the SEC, but if he was to do the numbers that he's doing right now in the SEC, he'd be a top three Heisman candidate. I mean, he is playing out of his mind right now. Um, I mean, and and like and like Alex said, bringing over Travis Hunter, and then those other receivers, that those D linemen. I mean, you cannot tell me that at least seventy five percent of the people that he recruited last year or two years ago 
and last year would not transfer with him. I mean, who would not want to? I mean, that that's and and a lot of those guys were I mean top fifty, top one hundred recruits that were going to teams like Clemson, Michigan, Ohio State, USC, Alabama, like these were top, top tier recruits who decided to go to Jackson State. I'm trying to find out more about Jackson State and why they're not in the playoffs. Uh, Jackson State. Uh, so A&M went. Okay, so I just found one article where it said uh, A&M went. Uh, Florida A&M went nine and two, but snubbed from the FCS playoffs. Uh, Deion, Deion Sanders and fans react. Okay, so wait a minute. So they can get into the play. Why didn't Why didn't Jackson State? Uh, despite a lofty poll ranking, number five Jackson State is not included in this year's traditional playoff format. I don't understand. How does FCS work? I'm so confused now. What? <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay, it was the bowl game thing. Uh, Jackson State is highly ranked, but not including this year's uh, FCS playoffs. The SWAC sends its conference champion to the Celebration Bowl. It's the only bowl game that FCS has. They send the, the conference champion to that bowl game every year. The SWAC and the uh, MIAC, I guess, uh, M-E-A-C, uh, each receive $1 million for playing in the Celebration Bowl. Damn. So... Yeah, because Jackson State won the SWAC, it will represent the conference in the Celebration Bowl. So there you go. So if, if they would have lost the uh, the SWAC, they they would have been in contention for the FCS playoffs. We all learned something here today, folks. I did not know that. <laughs> that's so weird, bro. I'm glad I'm not a fan of any <laughs> FCS teams because, damn, that's confusing. That is so weird. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like any of that at all. But at least I have my answer now. That's just bizarre to me. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. So I did say earlier on in the show that we wouldn't, that we'd primarily focus on college just cause college football is kind of coming to a close here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're about an hour and 40 in, so I do want us to get to our pick soon since we are calling every single college game, but I did want to open the floor for any NFL topics that we want to throw out there. The only one for me personally there, I have two that I really, really wanted to throw out there is number one, even though they lost, Man, the Jeff Saturday Saturday hire, dude, it makes this Colts look like a completely different team. And number two, I said it earlier on in this year, and I feel like it's coming true, and it's coming to true in the media with the questions. Zach Wilson's going to be the one to hold this team back. I said that weeks ago, and I stand by it. Zach Wilson will be the one to hold the Jets back. And now it's starting to get media attention with the reporting. But I've been on that boat for a long time. That I feel like he's the factor that's holding this team back. They'll get far, but he's the one that's going to hold them back. That's that's just the only my take. thing that worries me with nine Zach Wilson. The, yeah, the only he went nine of twenty-two. The only thing that that scares me about Zach Wilson, he was asked in post-game press yep. conference, how did he feel that he you know helped or held back this offense, and he says, I don't I don't feel like I held it back. That's such a piss ass answer too. Yeah, you you've got to take self accountability and all and the goats do. Like you're not a, like you're not making yourself seem better answering it that way. You know, I mean, it's cool to have confidence in yourself. It's cool to flap your dick on the table. That's cool. But like, you, like what Shane just said, you got to have accountability, right? You got to. The goats have it all the time. The the true goats 
in this game will step up and say, I need to play better. Not the team needs to play better. I need to, I need to fix this. I need to do better here. I need to stop doing this. I, I, Zach Wilson's a bust. Saying it now, I've, I have never been a fan of that pick. I thought BYU was overrated as shit when he was there. I still think they're overrated as shit now going to the Big 12. They are horribly overrated teams. Zach Wilson's horribly overrated coming out of the draft. Bust. Saying it now, I'm continuing to hammer it. He is a bust. Big fat bust with a big B. He's not like, yeah. well, he's not like Ryan Leaf level bust, but he's a bust up front. <laughs> the fact that Robert Saleh came out and said that, oh, yeah, I have no idea who's going to be the starting quarterback going forward, even though, even though he is on record stating that Zach Wilson was going to be the starting quarterback for the remainder of the year. I honestly think that this yeah, but team, having this, him this, having him go nine and twenty two certainly will change some things very oh, quickly. Oh, definitely. This Jets team did definitely play better with Joe Flacco at the helm, which is saying something. Give me Big Dick Joe, baby, and the Jets going to the <laughs> Super Bowl. Hey, Big Big Dick Joe's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, so. that's right. That, that Super Bowl true. champion that and Super true. Bowl MVP. Let's go. He is, you know he, how long ago that was, though? I know, I know, man. He's got he's different got just as many rings as Aaron Rodgers, bro. Put some respect that, was, on his name. that was the Harbaugh Bowl. That was both the Harbaugh yep. brothers. That's how long ago it was. Yep. Hey, you know, and you know, I know it was a long time ago, but do give credit to Joe, man. He's held around, around, around in the league for a while, and even that playoff run—that's one of the best playoff runs by a quarterback in NFL history, still to this day. Yeah, so shout out to that. Coming from Delaware too. I know. Well, he was originally he was originally in Michigan, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was Michigan. I wasn't sure if it was Michigan or Penn State. One of the two were sticking out to me. Oh no, it might have been Penn State. He might have started at Penn State. And now you're making me th- see. I think I just me. said immediately said Michigan because I just thought of the Delaware helmet. So hold on, because they're like the same helmet. Hold on. I think it might have been Penn State he started with. Uh huh. No, it was Pittsburgh. Wow, we were both wrong. Whoa. <laughs> University of Pittsburgh, and then he transferred to Delaware. Shout out to that, man. Shout out to Joe. Shout out to Big Dick Joe. He's had a hell of a run. Really, if the Jets really want to save their season, you know, they should have just traded for Gardner Minshew, and that would have saved everything. True, but true, it's true. Un- it's unfortunate where we are. but Or got or got P.J. Walker before he true. got injured. True. You know, there's no no chance on Bailey Zappi, unfortunately. That's in division. Bill Belichick's not going to do that. So Gardner Minshew was really Never his will. best bet. Yeah. Uh, but no, no. in terms of NFL, though, those are the only two things I really want to throw out there was the Jeff Saturday team and how just different this Colts team looks. And then, uh, the, you know, Zach Wilson holding that team back. But I will say shout out to the Bears, though. I mean, Justin Fields con- continued to look good these past few games, mostly because we're just letting him be Justin Fields. You know, let, we're, I mean, he's getting a lot of rushing yards. He's, he's being Justin Fields. So that, that's dope. Love to see it. Love to see it. I th- I think this game against Minnesota, I think it solidifies a lot of people's mindset and the fact that we could afford to let Zeke go to pasture. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's time. Yeah, Zeke needs to go. Hundred percent. Tony Pollard was a dog in that game. He was insane. That man, got me, that man got me 45 points in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of fantasy, man, I had a hell of a comeback. When I looked at it last night and talking about the ATFS league, 
Um, I thought I'd lost, uh, but I, when I woke up this morning and checked it, yeah, I turned around and, and brought the shit back. So shout out to that. Bro, I thought my season was over. Fucking Jamar Chase is hurt for the year. I don't know for the year, but hurt for a while. Dallas Goddard's hurt. I had Javante Williams hurt. Like, uh, Mike Evans was on a bye week. Like, I was down bad. <laughs> but <Yep>. then <laughs> old old Tony Pollard, man, put him in there, and he 45 points. And, yeah. And see what's you wild. Was... Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say what's wild for me and with how it was last week and the fact that I won is last week was the week that I really thought I would lose because I had lost three of my main point contributors of Tua, Jalen Waddle, and Kenneth Walker the third. Granted, I still had my other two top tier running backs, you know, with Henry and Chubb, who you know Chubb got kind of shut down quite a bit. Uh, but I mean, I really thought I was going to lose that week, just not having Tua, Waddle, and Kenneth. I mean, everyone working together, you know, is what lets lets me win games. So I thought that was going to be the week to lose. So I didn't lose, and we're going to keep on trucking. We're going to keep on going. I'm here for it. I'm also, about to be. I'm about to beat the please, fuck out of Iggy. Somebody, somebody, anybody, take Dak off of me. I'm trying to get no. rid of him, man. I I need a tight end, a running back. Please help me. I think the trade deadline has passed. Sorry, Come on, bro. Dude, you're, you're you're commissioner. You're good. You can. Just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're this on is your collusion. own. You're on your own, bro. And the thing is, I've got uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, George Kittle. Sorry, bro. Look, dude, and it'll only help you. Look, man. Look, look, look. I've got you two. Have I'm Odell. good. You have Odell. There's a, like, have like Odell. a 90 percent chance I'm he will be a cowboy. I'm waiting. I've been, I've been, whole, I've been diamond hands on Odell for like four weeks. <laughs> Odell will be a saw, cowboy after just, Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, I just saw that at the bottom of uh, ESPN. That he <laughs> could be after Thanksgiving. Look, yep. Take Dak. You'll have Dak and Odell. Come on, bro. No, Shane, I 100% understand your your pain right now with tight ends because I also have Dallas Goddard on my roster, but I have a decent backup in Cole Komet. So, so I I picked up two tight ends for this week. I picked up Pittsburgh's tight end Fremont or Free Hoot or whatever his fuck his name is, and Hayden Hurst. And I was like, which one am I gonna play? I was like, okay, you know. No receiver has really been producing for Cincinnati since, you know, Jamar went down. So, you know, fuck it. I'm putting Hayden Hurst in there. But then fucking Tyler Boyd and fucking um, what, what's the other receiver's name? Um, it's escaping me right now. Come on. But the, uh, they went off. I'm like, bro, what is this? <laughs> he forgot completely the name. He lost the name completely. You know, whoever picked up TJ Hawkinson at the beginning of the year. That's his fucking name. Uh, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd went off. Whoever picked up TJ Hawkinson early, uh, in this year struck gold. Oh, for sure. True. But uh, what really stood out to me as far as the NFL goes was when I was watching the uh, Bengals-Steelers game and a graphic came up for the playoff hunt as far as the AFC goes. Before the conclusion of that game, because obviously the Bengals won and jumped into uh, a wild card spot. Before that, every single AFC East team was in the playoffs. True, they were all, all on the hunt. four teams. That is insane. Because I definitely did not expect that this past off season. Yeah, I agree. When I saw that, I, it was baffling to me as well. 
Now, now you know things obviously change quite a bit. But in talking about the AFC East, man, what a way to lose that game, though. Like for real, <laughs> what a way to lose that game is the that is a Jets way to lose, my friend. That is a Jets way to lose. Yep, caught up with them. Um, anything else you guys want to chat about with NFL? Or are we ready to get to picks? I'm good with picks. Okay. Uh, the only last thing I want to throw out there because you were talking about struck gold with TJ Hawkinson on fantasy, whatever. I know it took a while, but I believed. And I feel like I struck gold with Kenneth Walker because I drafted him, okay? I didn't pick him up. I drafted him. I held diamond hands with him, and it has paid off. I knew it would. I knew it would be a matter of time. And I'm glad, I'm glad I've held on with diamond hands on that one. Shout out to Can the- you please call up Cole Komet and tell him to get a bunch of points this week? I'll try. Please. I'll try. I'll, I'll pull some connections. Um. Yeah. Okay, so let's actually get to picks. Um, Hit the music now, I guess. So we're actually going to start with NFL because we're going to get through that pretty quickly. Uh, Everything else is going to take a while. (laughs) Uh, And also, if you guys could, I don't care if you do it in a Discord message to me or to ATFS General or whatever, but also have a Discord message ready because I am so incredible at planning. And I totally forgot to hit you guys up in advance to prepare that we're doing the FCS playoff predictions all all throughout the whole playoffs because it's not on run your pool it's not on run your pool or we'd be good they don't have those games on there for whatever reason even though they had fcs games on there all year long but now they don't have the fcs playoffs so we're gonna have to do that separately and keep track of it separately uh but anyway kicking things off with nfl so week 11 it was already mentioned earlier that we all had a down week we did uh brady jacob you guys came out on top with eight and sixes we had three people at seven and seven and and ricky down at six and eight steve and jacob you guys are tied for first 96 68 shane 93 71 me 92 72 along with ricky 92 72 brady with a 90 74 and tyler uh yeah tyler looks like he forgot to put picks in this last weekend so he's down 82 68 and we know iggy's been out for a while uh all right so let me get the picks pulled up all right, Th- Thanksgiving uh, Day games, boys. Here we go. Uh, Buffalo at Detroit. Man, this Detroit team, it's a different team. I'm just saying. 3-0 run, a uh, three-win streak, bro. Brand new Lions, as Foxy would say. Are they about to? Have, are the Lions fans about to have a fourth victory beer in a row? No, it's Buffalo Bills all the way, man. You, yeah, that that team's. Even though they have not looked as good as they have been, uh, yeah, I'm still going Buffalo. That offense is just fucking dynamic. Them Lions are about to have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, here we go. I love it. I love it. I love it. Give me the Lions. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> You're going to have a good Thanksgiving, baby. All right. Giants and Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. Statistically speaking, we do not play good on Thanksgiving. That is true. That is true, but... It ruins my fucking holiday every damn year. <laughs> but I will say this. I, I, I'll, I'll give some credit. Two weeks ago, I kind of dogged on on Dallas a little bit. A little, little bit more than I usually do. With that win this past Sunday or whenever the game was, they looked like, to me, a top three team in the NFL. That team looked amazing what they did to them i'm going cowboys if they continue on i'm gonna have to give ricky his his earnings because me and him had a big debate on dallas could go to the super bowl and i told him he's fucking insane but i will give him his credit if they do that 
<laughs> or anything close to that, this Dallas team's going to be dangerous. But, see, that's playoffs. what Dallas does, though. They, they, if they fire on all cylinders, they can hold 40-plus points on a team. But it's inconsistent. It's always been inconsistent under Mike McCarthy and Jason Garrett. True. I got the Cowboys as well. I the fucking well. Cowboys. I hope. Yeah. Please, Got God. the Cowboys. New England versus Minnesota. Minnesota going to bounce back or not? I, I mean, it's that was, a, that was a dangerous loss, really. And this is now about to be primetime Kirk. So I'm kind of more leaning towards New England on this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, going I mean, with the Patriots. I'm locking really, w- wasn't that wasn't that game that they played? I mean, it was against Dallas, right? That they wasn't that prime time as well. It was Sunday night, right? No, that was just a regular game. Afternoon, maybe. Yeah, it was four twenty-five, three twenty-five. Oh, okay. You guys' time. Yeah, um, man, with it being Thursday night Thanksgiving, it's tough to go with Minnesota here, but. I'm on the Kirk train, man. He's still playing pretty well. Um, I'm I'm gonna ho- I'm gonna say he's gonna get him a primetime win here, man. I'm I'm going with the Vikes. <laughs> yeah, Patriots for me. All right, Sunday, Denver at Carolina, who is being led by Sam Darnold. Battle of the booties. Denver picked Battle up Battle of win. Shane versus Iggy. Or no wait, did Denver win against the Raiders? No, they nope. lost. Yikes! Give me the Carolina Panthers. I'm locking in the Panthers because I just have a weird gut feeling that Sam Darnold is about to come out slinging. Look, it comes down to quarterback play, and right now Sam Darnold has the upper hand because I saw this TikTok the other (laughs) day. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Okay, Russell Wilson has more bathrooms in his fucking house than he does touchdowns this year. I'm going Carolina. When would you ever hear that Sam Darnold has the upper hand on Russell Wilson? And And Sam Darnold hasn't played in fucking four weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Sam Darnold about to show them ghosts of Russell Wilson this week. All right, Atlanta at Washington. Give me Washington on this one. Yep. Give me the Falcons. Oh, come on. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Houston at Miami. Give me the fence. Yeah, Dolphins. Yep. Uh, Cincinnati at Tennessee. Give me Tennessee. I like Tennessee here. Give me Cincy. Give me Cincy. Mm, Traylon Burks had an, a blow-up game this past week. He's not like, going to be able to do that against the secondary for Cincinnati. I will. I will tell you that much. Oh, he's not going to be able to blow by Eli Apple, really? <laughs> okay, hold on now. Okay, <laughs> really? All right, all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm going Cincinnati. Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is not the bully Eli Apple. What am I talking about? <laughs> all right, all right. Chicago at the Jets. Um, give me Chicago. And I will also say, I went back out of curiosity. And I looked at all my picks on Bears games this year. I think I've only gotten two correct. And I'm not saying, like, I'm calling the Bears to win. I mean, just the game in general. Like, I'll call the other team and the Bears will win. Like, I've only got two games all year long of the Bears correct to further add to that I am cursed when it comes to picking my team. I'm going if the Bears. The Jets, if the Jets are starting Zach Wilson this week, I'm going to go with the Bears. But if they're starting Joe Flacco, I'd go with the Jets. As of right now, it's Zach Wilson, so I'm going with the Bears. Fair. I agree. 
I think if if news comes out that Joe's going to be starting, I think I can go back here and edit this to where I can pick the Jets. But right now, I'm sticking with Justin Fields and the Bears. Tampa Bay at Cleveland. Give me uh, Tampa. You want to uh, pick a really close game. You want to pick yeah, the Browns. I see it in your face. I really want to pick the Browns, but I'm going to stick with Tampa. I'm going to pick the Browns. Okay, respect. Baltimore we're one, at, uh, one week away from seeing Deshaun Watson in Houston. We'll follow also, that up next week. Also, how are you going to feel with CJ Stroud being a Houston Texan next year? <sighs> well, they got rid of Jack <laughs> Easterby, I think, didn't they? Or whoever. Don't don't say that. <laughs> it's looking likely, though. Uh, Baltimore at Jacksonville. Uh, give me Baltimore on this one. Same. Yep. Chargers at Arizona. Give me the Chargers. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Kyler Murray's been hurt since uh, before, right before Warzone came out. So <laughs> <laughs> I just don't believe in Copa Corey. Um, and I think they even started playing whatever his uh, the third string quarterback was at one point. But yeah, give me the Chargers. Yeah, shout out to the only 2010 quarterback remaining in the NFL, Colt McCoy. Love Colt McCoy. Love him to death. Also, I do want to give a shout out because of how much I love Colt McCoy. ESPN did Colt McCoy very dirty. I don't know if you guys saw this. Yes. Yeah, the, they, the, they did him dirty. Jimmy G. And then Colt. Nice pink salmon Come on, it's Jimmy G. Then... You know he's fucking handsome. He's going to look great. Why do you have to show Jimmy G and then Colt McCoy? You know it's going to make Colt look bad. Come on. And then you show Colt McCoy and he looks like he just got done working on the radiator outside. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Vegas at Seattle. Give me Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Saints at the Niners. Give me the Niners on this one. Yeah, Niners. Man, Andy Dalton was flinging that ball, though. He had he one was. hell of a game. Give Chris me the Olave Saints. Me, Chris Olave gave me some, got me some points. Give me the Saints. The Rams was awesome. one of the wildest Super Bowl hangovers I've ever seen versus Casey. I think it continues. They drop three and eight. Kansas City yep. playing Give pretty damn good. Easy. Yep. Uh, Green Bay at Philly. You know, I, I believed in, in Green Bay this past week. Thought that that that, game, that that win they got would kind of put them back on track, and then they lost the Titans. I'm not picking Green Bay for the rest of the season. Let's go, Fe- let's go Philly. Let's go, Eagles. Let's go, I Eagles. God, Aaron Rodgers just dominates the Eagles so bad. <laughs> but I know the Eagles are going to win this game. All right, and then Monday Night Football, Pittsburgh at Indy. Give me this new look, Indianapolis Colts. I love it. Same. Love it. Same. Also, Pittsburgh guys, offense is just like a flat tire at this point. Also, just because of this, I'm going to switch a pick real quick. Go for it. Jamison Williams will most likely play this week. I think oh, true. He, I think he goes over 100 yards in his first NFL game. I'm sure going Detroit. Yeah, Jamison Williams, their top 10 pick, baby. Finally let's back to practice. Let's go, Lions. You're going to have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead and do the FCS playoffs first. Um, put your predictions in ATFS predictions. Put it put it there. And I'll, I'll message Ricky that we're doing this too. Uh, but we'll, we'll type everything there as we go. Um, yeah, just you just send it all as just one message, and we'll do it that way. Uh, anyway, all right, so let's hit things off with Delaware at St. Francis. How are we feeling? Well, actually, no, it'd be St. Francis at Delaware. My fault. Okay. Uh, I'm going uh, to Delaware. Yeah, give me Delaware on this one. 
Give me... Yeah, St. Francis got absolutely... Dumb. No? They beat Merrimack, didn't they? Uh, I don't remember. I'll just go back and look. Because that was like our game of the week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was our game of the week. I don't remember. I don't remember who won there. Yeah, give me give me the Blue Hens on this one. I like the Blue Hens a lot. They've played really well this year. Give me St. Francis. I respect that, though. New Hampshire at uh, Fordham. Uh, I've really liked the Fordham quarterback this year. I think he's played really well, but I like New Hampshire a lot here. Actually, no. Give me Fordham. Give me Fordham. I like Fordham. Yeah, I'm as well going Fordham. Yep. All right, next up, Eastern Kentucky at Garden, uh, Gardner-Webb at Eastern Kentucky. Give me uh, give me Eastern Kentucky here. Same. Oh, wait, I just saw. <laughs> There's like, I, I, I thought I, I was like trying to find that game on the bracket. Oh. <laughs> and then I scrolled down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me Eastern Kentucky. All right, uh, North Dakota at Weber State. Give me Weber State. They've been a very, very good team this year. Like, it, it, I mean, I get why they're not the, the you know the the ones with the bye, but they have been a damn good team this year. Give me Weber State. Yep. Same. Uh, next up, uh, Southeast Missouri State at Montana. Give me the Grizz, baby. Give me Montana. Easy. Oh, absolutely. Easy. Same. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Montana. Uh, okay, you're good. Was... Uh, Idaho at... Uh, I see, yeah, yeah. I think we're on the same boat here. Idaho at Southeastern Louisiana. You know who it's about, baby. Give me Idaho in this game. They are going to win this game, baby. Let's go, Idaho. <laughs> I love the Vandals. Let's go. Give me give me, give me, me Louisiana. The Southeast Louisiana. Oh, come on. <laughs> Whatever. I have to... Look, for the last three picks, we've all three picked the same team. Okay? That's fair. We've got to break fair. sometime. Okay. That's fair. All right, next up, the Elon Musk Twitter uh, versus uh, Furman. Give me Furman here. I think I picked Elon earlier this year, and they got blown out of the water, if I'm not mistaken. I Give think me so. Elon. Okay, fair. Same. Give me the Muskies. Okay. Uh, Davidson at Richmond. Give me the Spiders. Yeah, let's go Spiders. Yep. Yeah, same. All right, so got through FCS playoffs round one. So now let's go up over to FBS picks here because uh, there is obviously a lot. We'll finish up this show beautifully. Um, so leader, Ricky is on top right now with 131.94. Uh, Steve dropped down to 124.101. Shane, you're 122.103. Me and Jacob are tied at 120.105. Uh, so this is going to be the week to, to, to change things, boys. We've got a lot of games to call. Uh, and also, I want the record to be known, I literally just slapped everything that's on there, and I didn't realize until after the fact there's actually an FCS game being played. So I was like, whatever, I guess I picked it, so I guess we're going to pick the game. Uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff at Alabama State. UAPB is dog water. <laughs> True. <laughs> they, are. they are so bad. So, they, so, so bad. Give me Alabama State. But you guys know one of the fucking teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Bluffs well, is where Ricky's from. Well, I, I know, yeah. I know UAPB because they're like maybe an hour. Yeah, they're not. I have to go to I have to go to the Bluffs every here, week for so. work. They're not good. That's a very shitty all. town. I, I believe they got beat like 88 to 0 at some point they in did. the last two years. They did. Damn. They are bad. Yeah. They are bad. Give me Alabama State. 
Like I said, I didn't I didn't realize I picked that game. I didn't know I didn't realize it was on there. I I, got, I just picked everything that was on the list except yeah, I didn't look at the games. I just like picked everything but the two on Tuesday. I didn't know I didn't know this was mixed in there, but it is. So, but yeah, Alabama State. Uh, next up, the Egg Bowl, uh, Mississippi State at Ole Miss. How we feeling here, boys? Listen, the Bulldogs. Yeah, I, Lane Kiffin's gonna be leaving Ole Miss on a three-game losing streak because he's checked out. Auburn's already offered him the check. He doesn't give a fuck. He's going to Auburn. Let's go Bulldogs. Okay. Uh, next up, Toledo, who's already locked for the MAC championship versus in, uh, Western Michigan. Give me Toledo here. Give me the Rockets. Yeah, I've I've been a big kind of a, like a distant fan of Toledo, and then they go on to beat Arkansas uh, a couple of years ago during the Chad Moore's era. Didn't enjoy that too much, yeah, but um, we also now have one of their previous receivers and Matt Landers, who is playing phenomenal for us this year, so I'm going to go Toledo. I think that Toledo might rest some players this week, though, since they're already locked in for the championship game. There's really no need for them. That's a fair point. Let's take Western Michigan. Okay. Central Michigan at Eastern Michigan, which this will wrap up that rivalry. That's one of those uh, interesting rivalries in college football where all three teams are involved, uh, depending on who's going to get the trophy. There's only two rivalries like that. One of them, of course, is the military schools, and and then this one. I think those are the only two in college football that's like that, where all three teams are involved with the rivalry, where whoever has the best record at the end of the year gets the trophy between the rivalry. So it's a very interesting concept I just learned about like two years ago. I'm going to Eastern Michigan. They do got some sweet unis in a sweet field. I'm not going to lie. People yeah. sleep on that. They, if they just had a better fucking logo, they'd be a menace. They just didn't <laughs> have the big E. You know, if they just didn't have the big E and did something cooler, they'd be a force. Uh, give all, me- all of them have the different, uh, d- like the W for Western Michigan, yeah. and the C for Central. But at least Western Michigan has a Bronco for an alternate. Yeah, logo. yeah. And at least Central Michigan, you know, they have some, they have some lines on their seats. So. They, they, they have a whoosh. <laughs> yeah, that's, a whoosh. that's something. Uh, but give me Eastern Michigan here. Yep. But I, I think Central Michigan's C is not even for Central. It's for the Chippewas, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, next up, Utah State at Boise State. Give me Boise State here. Boise State is locked in for the conference championship, though. But give me, still give me Boise State. Yep. Yep. Give me Boise. All right, Tulane at Cincinnati. This is one of the biggest games this weekend, by far. It's one of the biggest. It's not the biggest, but it is one of the biggest games this weekend. I like the green wave here, man. Give me the green. Give me Tulane. I like this team a lot. Give me the Bearcats. Yeah, give me Cincinnati. Okay. Baylor at Texas. Give me Texas on this one. Give me the Baylor Bears. After last week, they they, they, they they look really damn good. I don't think Texas should be ranked whatsoever with four losses. Fuck Texas. I hate Texas. Hey, we agree on Texas something. Too. Go Baylor Bears. <laughs> Baylor Tiger Bears. Baylor, the Baylor Tiger Bears. <laughs> NC State at North Carolina. Even though North Carolina had that unfortunate loss, I'm still high on this team. Give me the Tar Heels in this one. Absolutely. Yeah, Drake I mean, May's I- about to have like five touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think North Carolina's playing Clemson in the ACC championship still. Yeah, they are. They're locked. Yeah, they're they are done. both locked. Yeah, so give me North Carolina. 
Arizona State at Arizona, both mid-tier teams, but Arizona has been a shockingly mid-tier team this year when they were projected to be at the bottom. Um, I don't really watch these two teams much, um, mostly fair. because of the time difference and also like, who wants to keep up with an Arizona team. Like Most of the, like, the West Coast teams that I keep up with is like Oregon. Now, um, I will say I kept up with Arizona State for a few years when my grandmother uh, lived out there. I did too, um, I, and I really started keeping up with Arizona State a little bit more in the previous years, just because when they when they did a redesign of their logos and their jerseys yeah, and stuff, yeah. there's pretty fucking fire. So I'm going Arizona State just based on that. I kind of like the uh, Wildcats me, here. Yeah, I, I'm liking the Wildcats way too much. They they've had a interesting bounce back year, in my opinion. Uh, New Mexico at Colorado State, who I am the head coach of in my current revamped dynasty. Go Rams, baby. <laughs> Look, I've been trying to play revamped. I finally got it all installed, got everything going. And I'm trying to play an Arkansas dynasty, but every single time I get to the third quarter and my game just fucking crashes. Ooh. It just pauses and doesn't let me get past it. Like every time, it's like the same time Ooh. between two minutes and three minutes in the third quarter. It just fucking freezes. I don't know what's going on. But anyways... Um, I, I, I will call Colorado State. Here we go. Just because go Rams. We beat. <laughs> yeah, give me Colorado State. This right. is a shitty game. Yeah, it is. Arkansas at Missouri. This battle line rivalry. Give me Missouri. <laughs> I did call Missouri <laughs> winning this game Shit's way face. back, like five or six weeks ago at this point. I just do it to spite you at this point, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I I'm, I will never, ever, even though this is not a rivalry, I will never pick against Arkansas against Missouri ever. I don't I don't care if we're if we brought back Chad Morris again. I will never, ever, ever pick Missouri over Arkansas ever. <laughs> Bring back John L. Smith, and I'll still pick Arkansas over Missouri. Oh yeah, who pick? All right, next up, Nebraska at Iowa. I'm going Hawkeyes. Nebraska is bad. Nebraska, Nebraska is, is bad. Bad, bad. Both bad, of bad. these teams are bad. I mean, I mean, they are, but Nebraska is bad at the bad. I mean, they are like bad. <laughs> like, Iowa's just bad, right? Nebraska is like bad. <laughs> they it wasn't too bad, long bad. ago where Nebraska was consistently in national championship talks. Like, it's crazy yeah. how yeah. far they have fallen. It's crazy. They had Taylor Martinez. <laughs> with all know, of his grandchildren. With his grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> give me the Hawkeyes. UCLA at California. Give me, give me the Bruins here. Yeah, give me the Bruins. It's Plummer, right? For Cal. I think yeah. so. For the quarterback. I think so, yeah. Give, give me Cal. Oh, okay. Spicy. All right. Florida at fuck Florida State. You know what it's about. I hate, uh, I know for, fuck Florida State is going to win, but give me Florida. Same. Give me Florida, even though I know Florida State's going to win. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you guys are weird. Give me Florida State. 
Yeah, we have plenty of other games for me to try to catch yeah, up. I'm fine to find one. I can take <laughs> one or two on the chin. It's fine. It's fine. It's gonna be that one that fucks your guys' facts. facts. I'm telling you. Hey, it's okay. We'll still have bowl games. That's, That's true. That's true. Wyoming at Fresno State. Reminder: Fresno State's already locked in for the Mountain West Conference Championship. But give me the Bulldogs anyway. Wait, you said who's locked in? Fresno State. Fre they're okay. locked in for Mountain West Championship. Okay, because I, I I don't ever want to pick Wyoming shit Broncos. Um, so they, yeah, they, they nearly beat Boise West. State this past weekend, though. It's close. It's 20 to 17. Give me Fresno State. No, actually, give me Wyoming. Tyler is going to be so happy to hear that. <laughs> you know, it's it's really funny since me and Tyler have both, like, you know, I mean, I've been a fan of Hawaii. He's my number two team for many years now, right? Tyler, I basically bullied him into Wyoming as his number two team because he talked <laughs> about them a lot more than he did as, what he called his number two team. And ever since then, it's so funny, bro. Like, me and Tyler both on social media, you will see me share more about Hawaii than Miami. You'll see him share more about Wyoming than Penn State on Facebook. And it's not because, like, you know, and me and him, we chat about that, actually. And it's not because, you know, they're our number one team now. It's just because... There's already plenty of eyes on Penn State and Miami. You know what I mean? They're Penn State and Miami. There's plenty of eyes on them. There's not enough eyes on Wyoming and Hawaii. Let's get more eyes on it, baby. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a fun <laughs> dynamic, man. Because Tyler said he's like, it's to the point where I relate you more as a Hawaii fan than a Miami fan. Like, that's how I feel about you with Wyoming, man. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, Western Kentucky at FAU. I want to pick FAU. Because I love my boy Nikosi Perry, but I think Western Kentucky is going to catch this dub. I think I just think they're a lot better team than FAU. FAU is not a terrible team; they're middle of the road, but Western Kentucky is just better. Yeah, I'm going Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky's quarterback is just—he's so damn good. Give me Western Kentucky. Do we want to save this one for last? Sure. Okay. Uh, Georgia State at Marshall. Give me Marshall. Give me the herd. Give me Georgia State. Western Virginia, Oklahoma State. Give me Oklahoma State. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. Yep. Rutgers at Maryland. Give me Maryland on this one. Give me the Turtles. Yeah, give me Talia. Both of these teams, by the way, have been playing way better. Yep. In the Big Ten. Yep. Give me Maryland. South Carolina at Clemson. How we feeling? It's South Carolina. Let's get a little cocky, boys. Go Gamecocks. <laughs> yeah, let's go Gamecocks. You know what? Yeah, give me the Gamecocks, baby. Let's get it. They're going to catch this dub here today. All right, Army at UMet. Army. Army, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, old, if, you uh, see, if you see UMass, just, just pick the other team. <laughs> old Dominion at South Alabama. Give me South Alabama on this one. Yeah, give me them Jaguars. You know, I've been picking against Old Dominion all fucking year. Every single time they come up. I'm just going to go with them. Fuck it. Okay. Old Dominion. All right. New Mexico State at Liberty. Give me Liberty. Give me Liberty. Go Flames. That's there you go, Shane. <laughs> Georgia Tech at Georgia. You know who it's about. I want to talk about it. Words are moving on. <laughs> Dude, if, do you imagine? Could you imagine if Georgia Tech had the upset this week? Oh, that'd be hilarious. Would you drop Georgia out of the top four? No. No. But that no, would be amazing. Even, even a, a loss to Georgia Tech? No. That would be. I, wouldn't. I I hope it happens. I'm here for the chaos, but it's not going to happen. I mean, if they were to lose to Georgia Tech and, and lose to LSU, yeah, you would. But, dude, if they were to, if, 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 I think if you if, even if they were to lose to Georgia Tech and then beat LSU, you still got to put them in. 
Why do I want to take Georgia Tech right now? <laughs> you're, you you're convincing you yourself of the chaos. <laughs> Bet you won't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm risky, but I'm not that risky. Okay. Give me the Bulldogs. Coast Carolina, James Madison. Coast Carolina. Y'all were talking about this game earlier, and you're like, this is going to be a really good game. Give me Coast Carolina. And I want to pick James Madison, but I'm not. I'm going to go Coastal Carolina. Oh, come on, guys. I'm the head coach for James Madison. I'm sorry. The college football revamp. Come on. I've taken him into a national title. Give me James Madison. <laughs> Kent State at Buffalo. In, I, I put them into the Big 12, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> or the okay. Pac-12, I mean. I'm going to have to send you guys uh, one of my favorite ways to play uh, uh, NCAA 14 college football revamp with how I do conference realignments. I'm going to have to send you the way that I like to do it because it is one of the most fascinating things that you will ever see. Where like your top 25, you'll have at least 12 or 13 teams in there that you would never see in the top 25. It's I'll send it to you. It's so fascinating. Uh, anyway, Kent State to Buffalo. Give me the bulls on this one, boys. Same. Give me Kent State. ECU at Temple. Give me ECU. ECU, yep. Uh, give me Temple. Troy at Arkansas State. Give me Troy. Troy. Yep. Oregon at Oregon State. You know what it's about, baby? It's about them beeves, even though I know they're going to lose. <laughs> give me the beeves. You think they have a chance? Do you, do you, do you honestly think they have a chance? I, and that's not condescending at I know, all. I, I know. No, you, I know. You. I, I can tell. I do think there's a chance. Yes, uh, the Beavs have been a very sneaky team this year. Um, I, the line is a lot closer than people would expect. It's only Oregon minus three right now, uh, and it, it's because the Beavs is a lot. It's a lot. They're a lot better team than you would expect. But I just, I do think Oregon is better. Uh, the one problem with the Beavs is that they just rely completely at their run game. They don't have much of a pass game. That, that's part of the problem. Uh, meanwhile, Oregon's got the best of both worlds. So I, I do think Oregon's going to get this dub, but I would shit my pants. if I will shit my pants on camera if Oregon State gets this win. Oregon's <laughs> only favored by three. Minus three. That's insane. Yep. I'm still going to do the Beavs just for shits and gigs. It's my thing, but I think Oregon's going to probably catch this dub. Give me Oregon State. Thank you. Welcome to the train, brother. <laughs> All right, Utah at Colorado. Give me Utah. Yep. yep. Washington at Washington State. Give me Washington. Yep. Yep. Akron at NIU. Give me NIU. Please <laughs> let me finish a fucking week where both of my teams win. Please, for the love of God, give me NIU. I'm going to NIU as well. Thank you. Thank you both. Rise at North Texas. Give me North Texas. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Got another FCS game I didn't know made it in here. Uh, Grambling at Southern. <laughs> Give me Southern. Give me Southern. Yep. Uh, Louisville at Kentucky. Uh, Give me Louisville. Give me Kentucky. That's fair. Yeah, give me Kentucky. Wake Forest at Duke. Uh, Give me Wake Forest. Give me Wake Forest. Yeah, hesitantly give me Wake Forest. Illinois at Northwestern. Give me Illinois. Yep. Yep. I know why Memphis at SMU. Give me Memphis. Give me SMU. Oh, give me Memphis. Auburn at Alabama. Give me Bama. Listen. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> if Auburn pulls up this upset with Cadillac Williams, it would be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my True. damn life, okay? And I want to pick Auburn just because of that, but I'm not going Crimson Tide. Okay. Purdue at Indiana. <laughs> um, Jacob, what's your take on this? You're the Big Ten guy. Purdue has everything to lose. They need to win this game in order to stay alive for the Big Ten West. And I hope they win this game because I want to play them in the Big Ten Championship game. Give me Purdue. Indiana sucks this year. They had a yeah, good I'll, week I'll, one, and I'll after that. Purdue. I'll go Purdue. Yeah, give me Purdue as well. Uh, the Gophers at Wisconsin. Gophers. Wisconsin, surprisingly, is bad. I'm, I'm shocked how bad Wisconsin is this year. Give me Minnesota. Uh, U- uh, University of Texas El Paso, uh, UTSA. How we feeling? Uh, I like UTSA. the Roadrunners here. Yeah, UTSA. Um, UAB uh, at Louisiana Tech. Give me the Blazers. Same. Give me UAB. Yep. Hawaii at San Jose State. I'm so conflicted on this game, bro. I want Hawaii to catch that dub just to catch the dub, obviously. But at the same time, I would love to see Chavon Cordero beat Hawaii. I would love to see that just because, like the, just because of what Hawaii became under Todd Graham. You know, granted they're on the rise now. Thankfully, I think Hawaii's in unbelievable hands, but. Uh, gotta go with the bows, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hawaii. San Jose State. Yeah, I, I was. I was thinking in my head. I'm about to say, oh yeah, Hawaii's about to have their first winning streak. But it just felt wrong to say that inside oh, come my head. On, relax. <laughs> Relax, dude. Hey, just watch. Hawaii, next year, Hawaii's gonna be back on a, a bowl game schedule, just like Good. we were. I'm feeling it. I'm Good. feeling it. We're about to I be mean, back Mountain, in bowl games, baby. The I mean, Mountain in, West needs more. They, yeah. Hawaii's I mean, until, about to be in that category. In, until next year, at this point, Hawaii should just take the W out of Hawaii because they ain't catching. Relax, it right relax. <laughs> hey, look. All things, all jokes aside. Timmy Chang has done an unfreaking believable job with this program with from because of where it was. Like the amount of transfers they lost, the facility and how it was the the basically the program itself, you know, under Todd Graham and how horrible of an environment that it was. It, it opened the freaking lawsuits with the freaking with the with the state of Hawaii. Man, the, the Hawaii's in good hands, okay? Michigan State at Penn State. Give me Penn State. And them Nittany Lions. It's going to be a whiteout this weekend. Easy dub. Yeah, give me Penn State. Iowa State at TCU. <clears throat> TCU. I would love some chaos, but I'm going TCU. They've played way too well this year. Only favored by 10 points against a four-win team. At home. Hey, TCU. At home, too, yeah. That's that's <laughs> give me TCU, Louisiana at Texas State. Give me Louisiana. Same. Give me the Raging Cajuns. <clears throat> yep. Southern Miss at Louisiana Monroe. Give me Southern Miss. Actually, no. Give me Louisiana Monroe. Yeah. Give me ULM. Hey, Southern Miss. 
Nevada at um, Las Vegas. Nevada is a MAC, right? They're both they're both MAC teams, right? They're, yeah, they're both Mountain West. Mountain West, okay. Yeah, give me Nevada. <clears throat> I've always been a, a a distant fan of the Wolfpack. I almost bullied you into becoming a Wolfpack fan last year. I that would have been a bad idea. I like the Wolfpack, <laughs> man. No, Jacob, I'll tell. <laughs> Okay, Jacob, I'll tell you this. It's actually a really dumb and funny reason why I bullied him in while I was trying to bully him into it. Whenever I was putting all of like our logos on the screen and stuff, right? I noticed something about all of Shane's favorite teams except for one. Three out of four of his teams were all facing one direction, except for Oregon being an O. So I was bullying him into picking another team facing the same direction. So it's all one line. And because me and Tyler both are Mountain West, I'm like, you got to pick go with Nevada. They're the only Mountain West team that you could go with as their logo going that or the Broncos. <laughs> and I was like, you got to pick one. I'm going to bully you into one. I mean, look, I, I mean, I've I've been a I've been a bigger fan of Nevada than I have been of like Boise State or somebody like that. Um, I even liked them when they got that um, that fucking last chance you quarterback that never worked out but, um which he kind of did but i mean i've always been a distant fan of nevada but i wouldn't put them in my you know <laughs> top two right all right give me vegas uh all right we'll we'll start doing some speed running here because we're almost <clears throat> done appalachian state at georgia southern give me app state app, app state. state uh mid 10 state at fiu mid 10 state yeah, give yep. me mid ten. Battle of I four UCF at USF. Give me UCF. Yep. U yeah UCF. Uh, LSU at Texas A M. Give me LSU. LSU. Yep. Tulsa at Houston. Uh, give me Houston. Yep. Yep. Tennessee at Vandy. If give me Vandy, Vandy was, baby. If Vandy was to win this game. Give me Vandy. Give me Vandy. Let's cause some chaos. Give me Vandy. I'm going. I'm going Tennessee because I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead and just add that to my scoreboard <laughs> to, to where that game earlier won't make won't make any difference. So give me Tennessee. Notre Dame at USC. Give me the Fighting Irish. Give me the Irish. Fighting Irish. Jinx. Pink pokey, owe me a coke. <laughs> give me the Trojans. Oh. OU at Texas Tech. Give me the Red Raiders, Man. baby. If, I'm if, feeling Texas yeah. Tech, honestly. Give me Texas Tech. I mean, if this was about five weeks ago, I'd say maybe Oklahoma, but yeah, give me give me Tech. Uh, Syracuse at BC. Give me Syracuse. BC me stinks. Syracuse. Do they stink, though? I mean... BC stinks. They beat NC State. Yeah, without Who their stinks? quarterback. Fine, give me Syracuse. Pitt at Miami. Do I have to pick my team? Pitt, maybe pick Pitt. Give me Pitt, man. Give me Pitt. Miami stinks right now. We are struggling. Yeah, yeah, give me Imagine Pitt. not picking your team. Shut up. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. All right, Kansas to Kansas State. Wouldn't it be some? It would be some chaos for the Big Twelve if Kansas got this dub because then it and uh, if Texas gets the dub on Baylor because then Texas gets elevated to the championship over Kansas State. Uh, but I feel like it's gonna be Kansas State here. Yeah, give me Kansas State, Air Force, and San Diego State. Give me San Diego State. Give me Air Force. Yeah, give me the Falcons. BYU at Stanford. Give me the Cougs. Yep. Mm, give me Stanford, actually. All right, the game. 
Michigan and Ohio State. Jacob, how I know you're going to pick Ohio State, but how are you feeling about the game? Are you nervous? A little bit, considering what happened to us against Northwestern and how they were easily able to run the ball against us. Fair. Granted, that was a rain, no, really heavy rain game. But still, that's a Heisman candidate that you have in Michigan's running back. They can't pass the ball worth shit. <laughs> if we can if we can stop Blake Corm somehow, they're done. I'm just I'm always nervous going into the big game. Always nervous. Especially now with so much on the line, man. We're both undefeated. Winner goes to the Big Ten Championship and more than likely goes to the playoff. Loser goes home and goes to probably the Rose Bowl. Of course, I'm going to go with the Buckeyes. Yeah, absolutely. Go Bucks, baby. OH! Oh, baby, go. yeah! <laughs> Shane, I swear to God. <laughs> you won't ever catch me do it, buddy. Sorry. Not until I hear. Nope, not happening. No, I'm saying I swear to God, if you pick the Wolverines, <laughs> please <laughs> don't do it. Come on, Shane. Oh, come on, Shane. Oh, M. Go Wolverines. Wow. You're about to go zero and three on all those picks that you think are going to be covered by the the. You're going to lose. I'm telling you. I'm trying to save you. I'm okay. trying to save you. He's, okay. he's trying to save his Look. pride, I guess. Look. Trying to save my bracket for one, for two, I I seriously think that this very well could have two Big Ten teams. I'm actually helping you here, okay? Because I think I think without a doubt, Michigan and Ohio State are two of the top four teams in the country. They both deserve to be in there, and this is the only way that can happen. Michigan wins. They're making me cry. On the inside, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For the first time ever, Jim Harbaugh gets two in a row on Ohio State. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that wraps up everything for today. This is probably our longest normal show we've ever done. I say normal because obviously the draft would be our longest show. Um, yeah, longest show we've ever done here. Uh, about two, two hours, two and a half hours. Had a lot to go over today. Had a lot to go over today. Uh, hopefully next week won't be as long, but we'll see. Um, but uh, if you made it all you're in to the end, we appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, boys, anything that you want to throw out there before I hit the music and get out of here? Um, I'll just say, how dare you pick Missouri over Arkansas? You knew it was coming. If Arkansas wins, I'll, I'll, I'll do a sweet pig. Okay. All right, bet. <laughs> if I the won't. Buckeyes win, you have to do an OHIO. I will. I'll do the whole thing by myself. No, Ooh. we have to do it together. That's not how that works, We buddy. have to do it together. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here, All right. I, here I was, hang on, uh, hang on. I, I will show you a demonstration. OH! Oh! There we go. I will give it that much enthusiasm, too. Uh, I will. And I'll call the you hogs better. with you as well. <laughs> I will not call the hogs with you. Sorry, bud. I'm not in this bet. <laughs> hey, you know, it, it's okay. All right. You knew it was coming. You know where I stand on things. All right. You, 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 you knew this, and you accepted this, 
and you're still here on the show with me, you know who you know who I am. <laughs> you know what to expect from me. I mean, that's why that's why I love this show so much because I have Ricky, my Arkansas companion, right, and then I have y'all two nunheads going against <laughs> us, so it's fine. And then Jacob and Ricky have each other with the NFL. Me and you are just kind of vibing. Overall, I'm just the one vibing. Like, I'm just vibing. I'm having a good time all around. Well, I'm not having a good time in my records when it comes to my teams. But I'm that's Your teams that, aren't having a good time. That's why I'm just further vibing, man. Like, I got I got nothing like nothing to lose. We're already losing. Like, I'm just here. It's great. All right, I'm gonna hit the music boys. Last thoughts. Nothing. Ready for chaos. Chaos, yep. chaos, ready chaos. for chaos, ready for ready Thanksgiving. To have a attack this weekend. Thanksgiving, shout out Thanksgiving. Uh, that's what we'll end the show with. Okay, favorite Thanksgiving dish. You're gonna hate me, but it's green bean casserole. I don't hate you for that. I love green bean casserole. Okay, good. I make a, a mean green bean, green bean casserole. Yeah, I make I a mean say, green bean casserole. I would say the top two that I look forward to every year is deviled eggs, green bean casserole. Ooh. Love some deviled eggs. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And also ham over turkey Boom. every fucking day of the year. Boom. Ham over turkey, 100%. Oh, absolutely. Ham over turkey every day. Boy. Now, if I have my choice, both. Duck, duck over both of them. Now, I, duck I'll, is I'll very good. I've had duck for Thanksgiving. That is very good. An ideal, I, an ideal like Thanksgiving dish for me would be to have both turkey and ham. You know, you got to have you know your beautiful ham glaze, you know, which I make a wonderful ham glaze, by the way. Uh, you got to have the mashed potatoes with like the turkey gravy, right? The, of course, you got to have the dressing. That's a, just a natural. All with this with some cranberry sauce. I don't really have a preference yeah. on the jellied or the whole berry. I'm fine with both. Depends on my mood. Uh, green bean casserole, sweet potato casserole. Yeah, two potatoes. This is Thanksgiving. All right, we're thankful for potatoes. Okay, got to have some rolls. And then for dessert, a single small pie slice of pumpkin pie because I don't want too much. I like pumpkin pie in, to an extent. But then also a cinnamon apple Dutch apple pie. And we're rocking. We're having a good... And deviled eggs. Deviled eggs is on there too. And we're having a good damn time. That's my Thanksgiving. Hopefully everyone's listening. Hopefully you're hungry now. I know if Tyler made it to the end, he's going to be very hungry now. He messages me every single week after he listens to the show. He's like, you guys don't talk about food enough. I'm just like, I'm sorry. We forget. <laughs> it's not a food show. <laughs> we I forget. I'm sorry. My, if I was to have my dream Thanksgiving dinner... It would be turkey and ham, just because, I mean, turkey, but I still prefer ham over turkey. I agree. I agree. If I have to have one. Deviled eggs, right? You gotta and you gotta mix it up, right? You gotta have your mayonnaise, your mustard, right? Oh one. yeah. And then here we go. Then you also gotta have your spicy one, right? Ooh, here we go. Kind of, you know, yeah. In there. Okay. Green bean casserole, mm. fuck cranberry sauce. Whoa, cranberry, whoa. anything. Okay, that that's that's outdoor. Oh, I'm substituting mashed potatoes with my dad's famous turkey giblet gravy. I'll okay. respect that. Phenomenal. And then some nice, beautiful Hawaiian rolls. That's okay. the way to go is Hawaiian Ooh. rolls. Hawaiian okay. rolls is the play. Throw yep. that in there. Throw some ham in there. Yeah. Dip it in the gravy. Phenomenal. Okay. No. Yeah. It's... Mm, I'm and hungry dessert, now. I, I need dinner. And dessert <laughs> and then dessert. We're getting some uh, some uh, pumpkin pie. There you go. And then some some beautiful turtle dove chocolate cheesecake. See, cheesecake's also a good play. That is also a very good play. <clears throat> I'm just saying this restarting. Cheesecake is. A, I like getting like just honestly a cheesecake sampler and just going with that. 
That's the play. Love some cheesecake yep. would be a next good play. Honestly, a little bit of cheesecake, a little bit of pumpkin pie with whipped cream, and the cinnamon apple Dutch apple pie. I'm hungry. I'm ready for dinner. And hopefully you're ready for dinner or Thanksgiving. Hopefully you have a wonderful thing. Hopefully both of you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hopefully Ricky has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hopefully everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving, has a great time watching some Thanksgiving football. I'm going to be eating, watching football, and probably continuing to playing Pokemon. I'm already like 45 hours in because I've been off all week, so it's made it easy. I'm, I've, I've played a lot of Pokemon, and I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, but I think that's it. I think we hit everything. Check out our jerseys in the Agent Inc. shop. Shout out to that. Uh, we definitely appreciate that support. Join the Discord. Follow us on the Twitters. Subscribe to the other channel, youtube.com forward slash at ATFS. Shout out to that, too. That's going to be used sometime here soon, I promise. Uh, I think that's it. So, boys, we got to do it. We got to do Hold it. On, wait, 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 wait. I'll, I'll close it out because I've got the perfect thing. Okay. We here at ATFS wish you a happy Thanksgiving. We're thankful for all the viewers. Okay. And with that being said, thank you for watching. A terrible, terrible football. football show. Nailed it. Got to change scenes. There we go.